What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say uh, go Bills. Ladies and gentlemen, it is your boy, Rico, back at it again. Much appreciated you guys tuning in on a Friday evening. Y'all could be partying. Y'all could be enjoying the last few days of the summer, the nice weather until, you know what I'm saying, until that frost starts coming your way. But you guys are here with your boy, so I appreciate it. Much love. Smash that like as you guys enter the room. If you guys have not subscribed, subscribe to the channel. If you guys are new to the channel, do yourselves a favor. Smash that like, subscribe to the channel, and let's get rolling. Folks, I don't have to hype you guys up. I don't have to fake it. It's a big week this week. It's a big week this week. It's the Bills and the Dolphins. It's a rivalry. It's going to be a party. It's a home game. And right now, we're the favorites, according to Vegas. But it doesn't feel that way. And you're probably wondering, whoa, 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 wait, aren't you a Bills fan? What do you mean it doesn't feel that way? Shouldn't you be all hyped up like you guys are going to win this thing? Listen, I have high hopes that we take this game. But I'm a realist at the same time and saying, hey, what used to be a big gap between talent, between the Bills and the rest of the AFC, especially since Tom Brady left. If you've been living under a rock, you should know that the Jets, the Dolphins have, have shrunk the gap. The gap is, is no longer like this anymore. Now, it's, it's pretty tight. It's pretty tight. And if you guys are betting, if you guys are jumping all over the place, Go ahead and do your thing. If you guys are fantasy players, this is a big one. This is one of those games where if you have Tua, don't bet on the over because that Bills defense is the real deal. If you have Josh Allen, bet on the over because that Dolphins defense ain't what it's supposed to be. It ain't all the hype. But listen, don't let me talk about it. Let my man Pierre talk about it and tell you, Always bet higher on Josh. Underdog Fantasy is the easiest place to play fantasy sports. It's also the fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. In the Pick'em game, you can pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in that week's game for a chance to win big. And as you already know, I'm going Josh Allen higher in yards every single week. So sign up today with promo code BuffaloFanatics and get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the App Store. And don't forget to register with promo code BuffaloFanatics to get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Well, listen, folks, $100. Do not wait. Buffalo Fanatics is the code to use. Now, let's get back to your regular schedule program. Bills, Dolphins, this Sunday, 1 p.m., 2 p.m. my time. What say you? All right, folks, let's get right into it. I have a special guest who's going to be joining us in some time, so I'll get a chance to pick his brain, and uh, and we'll get to go through it. But here's the deal, people. Here is the deal. What worries you as a Bills fan when it comes to this weekend up against the Miami Dolphins? This is your opportunity right now to jump in and tell us what worries you. And there are some that may say, you know what? Nothing about those Dolphins worry me whatsoever. 
We've beaten them before. We can do it again. Although it might be tight, we still get the job done. And a lot of folks, they think that way. And a lot of folks are like, last year's last year. We can't hang up on what happened last year. You got to stick to what's going on right now. Well, as of right now, the, the Dolphins seem to be the team that everybody's talking about. I mean, scoring 70 points on the Broncos, right? Getting a squeeze, getting a nice win over a tough win, if you might, if I might add, a tough win over the Patriots. I mean, if you think about it, that first game against the Chargers, that was a, that was a barn burner, right? It was back and forth. Somebody made more plays, and that was the Dolphins. So the Dolphins right now are 3-0. So I ask you again, what worries you as a Bills fan? Well, let's start off with this news right now. Someone's not playing this game. And I'll start with the Bills. And it happens to be a key contributor to this Bills team. And that's Jordan Poyer. Jordan Poyer is out. Jordan Poyer will not be playing in this game. Something, something, something to do with his knee. He's got a bit of a bum, a, a bit of a bum knee. Uh, some are saying that uh, it could be, you know, I mean, the the bumps and bruises along the, along his career. Uh, some some are saying it's a reaggravation of the knee injury he had last year. Nonetheless, whatever it is, he's out. So now we're at a predicament because if you remember last year, we went into that game. Do you remember who our safeties were? Damar Hamlin. Jaquan Johnson. And we still fared well in the first game, the first matchup against the Dolphins. We still fared well. It was a bounce pass from Josh Allen to McKenzie away from putting some together. And more specifically, the knee injury to, jo- to Jordan Poyer is a meniscus. It's a meniscus injury. That's tough. That's a tough one. Now, my man Alex knows all about it. Thank you, Alex. Came in, came in through and let me know. Now, I, I got to say, man, the thigh doc does not miss. His analysis, his, his, his ability to look at the film and look at an injury and say, you know what, here are the possibilities. Here's what it might be. Let's see what coach has to say. And he nailed it again. And it sucks. So I'm going to stick on Pori for just a little bit. Because before the game, I was talking to, I mean, I'm in my, my group chat. And I'm in many group chats, sometimes way too many for my liking. And the one thing that I actually was worried about was the play of our safeties. Not our defensive front. If our defensive front does what they're supposed to do, we thrive. It's when... It's not, it's not to do with our defensive front. It's when it's, it's, it's the back end. And with all that speed on the Dolphins, it got me a little, I'm like, all right, I've got my, I've got my words. I've got my, I've got, obviously I've got my reasons that I feel that we're going to win this game, but I've also got my, my worries about like, okay, these, these are our challenges. And that challenge was at the safety position with Jordan Poyer. Not because he's a scrub and he can't play. Definitely not. But also because, a, in my opinion, when someone talks about, you know, saying potentially retiring, bro, how how in it are you? That's number one. That's just my opinion. Number two, he's getting older, and there was already signs, you know, saying of breakdown last year, but the guy's a G, 
and he played through all the injuries and it played through and he showed toughness and and leadership that veteran that veteran ability like that those are the things that you want from uh, from a player and maybe just maybe Brandon Bean was like yo I already see what's up so I ain't gonna give you the bag that you're asking for so go ahead and go check out what you can get and if you can get what you get then cool but if you don't get the contract that you're looking for will work something out with you. And that they did. The Bills absolutely did work something out with him. And it definitely wasn't the bag that he thought he was going to get. And he definitely didn't get the bag he thought he was going to get with Miami because that's where, I mean, all signs were pointing that Jordan Poy was going to go to Miami. And Miami was like, fam, this is what we got and this is what we see the value. He's like, can't do it. I'm going back to Buffalo. It still worries me with all the banged up, you know what I'm saying? Games that he played through and all that good stuff. And he's come back a year older. Has he looked the same this year? Some are saying he's a slep, he's a step a little slower. Now, whether that's true or not, maybe it's just him just you know, getting back in the groove of things, getting back into it with his partner and Micah Hyde. But so many, so many things play a factor. But that was my biggest worry. Now that Jordan Poyer unfortunately is out. Enter Taylor Rapp. Now, before I even jump into it, I got to give a big shout out, a big old shout out to a new member, Bing Squad, Nick Robinson. Bing, biggity, bing. Welcome to the Bing Squad, Nick Robinson. I appreciate that love and I appreciate you joining. Much love and I appreciate that. And if you guys want to, if you guys want to follow step to my man, Nick Robinson, it's very simple. Supportbf.com. Just go to that right now. Supportbf.com. Everything is there. Become a member. Pop. Bring it on. And away we go. Or you can actually do it right here if you're watching on YouTube. Look at the bottom of the screen. You'll see it. Let's go. So, Hamlin. Damar Hamlin will be available to play. Taylor Rapp, the, the safety side from the Rams, 25 years of age, 25 to 26 years of age, will now get the opportunity to start next to Micah Hyde. Could that be the picture we see going forward next year. We'll get a glimpse of it today. So that big nickel, big nickel play that we were getting with Taylor Rapp, Jordan Poyer, and Micah Hyde, it's going to look a little different now. It's going to be Micah Hyde, DeMar Hamlin, and Taylor Rapp. But Taylor Rapp will be the guy getting the start. So does that worry me? The good thing is, we brought in a guy like Taylor Rapp that's got some experience in the backfield and will match up well if we need that run support. But DeMar Hamlin coming into the game, we'll see how that plays out. He's been inactive the last three weeks. Is he coming in cold? Who knows what, where his mentality is? Is he jacked up? Is he too jacked up? Wouldn't that be a story if he's an impact in this game? Nonetheless, it's a big blow that Jordan Poirier is not there. Although I had my worries and my trepidations because that speed is nasty. We're just going to have to rely on disciplined football. Disciplined football is what it's going to take in order for us to get this game in. By the way, shout out to my man, Nick Robinson, once again. I got my guy, Scott Blakely. What up, Scott? Scott's been a member 46 months, baby. I love it. I love it, I love it, Scotty. Scotty from the Shy Town. Listen, he says, Rico, tell me why they will win. 
I've heard everyone in media why we won't help. Tell me why they will win. Here's here's the deal. I got, I'm going to get to that, Scott. I'm not. I, I can't get into that right off the bat because I've got I've got to talk about the things that worry me. I've got to talk about things that they're confident in, and then I'm going to talk. Then we're going to get into how we're going to win this game, right? But I got to talk about what I worry about, and right now, my worries don't come from. Funny enough, my worries don't come from us on defense. I think we'll. I mean, excuse me, us on offense. I think we'll do what we normally do. The difference is we're, we're more out of a 12 personnel. We're more of a control the clock, run the ball, and, and find our and pick our spots. That's the offense right now. And Josh Allen is adjusting to it, but he's doing, he's doing a fantastic job thus far. Taking what the defense gives you. He, I mean, he got away from that in the first game, doing a little too much. But ever since then, he's calmed down, and he's been able to just kind of let the game come to him and go from there. So we're going into a matchup against a defense that allowed 30 points in the first game from the Chargers, I believe, give or take. Another 20 from the Broncos. And then they were, they were I think, what uh, the Patriots put them on, put 17 on them. I think the score was like 20, 24 to 17, something of that nature. So they, they, they let points on. Right now, we're averaging just shy of 11 points, 12 points. 11.7 points a game is what we're allowing offenses to put on us, right? The Jets game the first time. Obviously, the Raiders game, we came through, handled business, and obviously, we handled business against the commanders. So this defense is primed. But most people might be asking, yeah, but who? you played the Raiders with Jimmy G. You played the Jets with Zach Wilson. And you played Sam Howell with the commanders. You, you really haven't been tested. And to a degree... Correct. This is going to be that early, strong test this season. And with Taylor Rapp in and Jordan Poirier out, the chemistry between both players is going to be interesting to, to fathom, to see how they play out with one another. That is a big one. So that's my biggest worry. That's my first worry about this game, this upcoming game. The next one is what I worry about is is if we don't stay disciplined, if we don't stay in our contain, that's another thing that worries me. If we get out of character, if we if we fall for all the okie doke that McDaniel's offense likes to do, a lot of a lot of starting the the starting tailback at a wideout as a wideout looks like an empty backfield, and they come right back into formation, and now you're having to adjust on defense, and then all of a sudden here comes a motion, and now here comes a crackback. So a lot of communication is going to have to happen. A lot of, a lot of discipline, and minding your gaps, staying in your gaps, staying in your lanes, and and respecting the, I guess respecting the 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 confines of this defense. You have to, you have to. And somebody that 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 fucking gets it. I got to jump in there. Somebody that gets it is my guy Jeff King. Jeff King's coming in. With a massive super chat, and I always appreciate Jeff King coming through. You say I got to. You know what it is. Jeff King says we ain't the fucking Broncos. He's he's right. We're not the Broncos. And a lot of these Dolphins fans talk about seventy this and seventy that. Listen, I was just on a show, the uh, TSS Fantasy Show, with my man Commissioner Chris, handling business. I do my stuff, and he has me go up against head to head against a Dolphin fan. 
And I went against, I went against the, this guy called one of the Dolphins brothers. You know I mean, a little amateur. I cooked him up a little bit. I had to. And he was talking about River Crycraft or whoever the hell that is. That's on injured reserve. This, that, and the third. And he's talking about, did you not see us? We put 70 points. 70 points. And I'm listening to him. I'm listening to him. He's talking about putting 70 points. I'm like, all right, cool. I bet. I'm like, who'd you put 70 points against? Who was it? We put it against the Broncos. I was like, oh, yes. The same Broncos that went against the commanders that we just blown out. We just, we just blew their backs out. And those commanders beat the Broncos. And, you, and you're celebrating. Y'all putting 70 points on Sean Payton, Russell Wilson, and that, that god-awful team right now. Y'all are bugging. If you think you're going to put 70 points on these bills, y'all are bugging. So, yeah, when, jo- when, when Jeff King says we ain't the fucking Broncos, he ain't lying because we ain't the Broncos. We ain't the Broncos, man. So I'm going to tell you right now, I know a lot of folks are, 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 are here to get hype. I'm going to my, try my best because I have us winning this game. I have us winning this game, and I have us winning this game to the point of reminding the NFL, reminding the division, reminding the Dolphins of who the fuck we are. You know what I'm saying? We, we got we to gotta knock on, we got to get... We got to knock on them a little bit and be like, yeah, just hold on. Yeah, I, I get you. I get it. Y'all are three. No, y'all are sexy right now. Believe me, I get it. But now you coming, you coming to Buffalo right now. We ain't playing in no scorching heat. We're playing in some, in some, some good football weather. Now it's on. Now, we're not the only ones hurting people. We are not the only ones hurting. And let me take this banner down because those are my two worries, by the way. If we don't play disciplined football, we're going to get cooked. We're going to get cooked. And at the end of the day, we got, we got some now chemistry issues on defense. Because now, Taylor Rapp's in. You got Jordan Poyer out. Micah Hyde's going to be working it. I'm saying there's a lot that's going to be happening right now. Jeff King says, yo, you got calling tonight? Let me know because I'm, I'm, I'm tight and I'm wound. Jeff King, we are. And I'm gonna tell you that when I tell you when it's when it's time to take calls, I'm gonna let y'all know. And I'll I'll put the link up if anybody wants to come in and call in. All right. So let me let me take this down because I, I need to I need to talk to y'all. I need to talk to my Bills fans. I need I need to talk to you know Bills Mafia. You know what I mean? Because we know this is a big game. I'm gonna let's let's be real. When we were watching that game against the commanders, there wasn't much worry. I was like, all right, let's 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 Let's, I was kind of like watching the game like this. Just having a good time. Just chilling. You see me? I never watch games like this. I'm just kind of like, yeah, 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 commanders, it's whatever. This Dolphins game that's coming up, there's no sitting down. There's, there's two-point stance all game long. I don't know about you guys, but when I'm watching football, let me, let me get my chair out the way. This is it. This is the stance. I'm in two point stance, man. Like I'm, I'm like, like I'm ready to get a handoff. I'm in two point stance. I'm a little low right now. If I'm in two point stance, I'll be like this, right? But I'm in two point stance all day. I'm waiting. I'm watching this, and I'm, I'm waiting for a big touchdown to happen. I, like, how many of y'all are like this watching the game at home? And when something happens, you sit there laugh because that's the way I am. I'm just like this. I can't sit. 
two point stance all day, baby. I'm watching the screen, and I got an eighty five. I got an eighty five screen TV. <laughs> I ain't, I ain't watching on no thirty two inch here. Uh uh uh. Eighty five inches, baby. Let's go. I'm telling you right now, this is the way I am. So this is a big game coming up. This is a big ass game. So to me, I gotta jump in and talk about these dolphins and find out where we have the advantage. So let me talk to y'all. Let me talk to people right now. These boys are coming to Buffalo because right now, what we've been hearing from the media, what we've been hearing all summer long is how Jalen Ramsey came through and, and they're having a, you're saying they're going to be, they're going to bring, they're going to be bringing the heat to us, put some weight on. Now he's learning how to fall down like he's in kindergarten. You know what I'm saying? He's taking jujitsu and all that stuff. He's learning how to fall and shit. Okay. Learn how to fall. All you want. I'm going to tell you right now, man. PTSD is going to be hitting Tua. <laughs> when he sees that red, white, and blue, he's... You know what I'm saying? PTSD is going to be hitting that cat. He's going to be shook. And we, we, we're not... We're going to be relentless. There's something about when the Bills play the Dolphins. It's a, it, there's, a, there's, something, there's something that's there. All right, so I'm ready for it. So where do we have the advantage? Where do we? Oh, somebody said 85 inches. Heck yeah, bro. Hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. Let me let me let me listen. We can't watch TV. Listen, when I moved to this province, my wife said, "Yo, I want to move back home." And she goes, "Would you do it?" I said, "All right, fine. We'll do it." I got one condition, two conditions. I got to be close to an airport. So if I need to, you know, me get out of Dodge, I'm getting out of Dodge. And number two. I need my TV. That's it. And I need my podcast room. <laughs> There's a third. Other than that, you can do what the heck you want to do. Just give me those three things. And those three things I got. So I'm chilling. So when, I, when I'm watching these bills, I'm content. Now let's get back to schedule program. PTSD tour is what we need to, re- we need to remind him. You know what I'm saying? We need to remind him. I don't know if McDermott's going to send a message and blitz his ass right off the bat. I don't know yet. But the defense, our, our offense against their defense, I don't worry. And I want, I'm going to start with that. So now that we are a 12 personnel team, it is going to be interesting to see how defensively they stop us because they've got some, they've got some banged up Dolphins. Who is out? They've got Jalen Phillips out. He's got an oblique injury, and that's a big loss for them because it's supposed to be the Phillips and Chubb show. So now it's going to be, what is it? Uh, uh, I'm going to, you know what? I won't speak on it too much because I got my man that's going to be coming on. Just give me a thumbs up when you're ready, bro. And then uh, we'll, be, we'll be set. But there's going to be a lot looking to look forward to this game. I'm not, t- I'm, I'm, you're noticing that I'm kind of, not talking too much on it because I, I'm waiting for my, my homie to come on here so I can really get at it. Yo, can you just give me a flex so I know that you're good? Just give me a gun. Give me a gun show. Come on, man. Give me a gun show. <laughs> yes. That's my guy. So without further ado, people, you guys have, if you guys have been watching the Rico Report and you guys have been watching and, and tuning in, you know my good friend, Dolphins fan. We go at it all the time. And we, we, we get on each other, and we always have a good time when we get together. And uh, it sucks because he used to be right next to me, 
and we banter back and forth. But now we're doing it on screen. So without further ado, let me bring in my guy, Kevin Gerard. <laughs> what up, Kevin? What's going on? What's up, buddy? Did you like that intro? Yeah, it was great. It's almost as good as uh, Doc's uh, little legs, Gerard. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it, love it. Kevin, what's up, man? I haven't seen you in a long time, man. Everything's good? Everything's all right? Everything's good. You're still looking sexy, brother. I like it. <laughs> Thanks. So let's get right into it, bro. I need to get right into it because you you are my... I got two Dolphins friends. I have three, actually. I got three three fans that are Dolphins. Craig Matthews is one of them. Um and uh, he he gets too hyped. There's no there's no having a real conversation with him. He's too hyped. And I got my man Jonah Jonah Peritsky. He he's a real one. But my guy Papa Peck Kevin is here. Kevin is the hype real? Is the hype real? Now before you get that, I gotta get to my man Dan Brown. Dan Brown is showing some love right now. Dan comes in and says, "Yo, Kevin, not even repping the Dolphin shirt, but respect for the Lakers jersey." He sees that, and that's why I love my man Kevin. Kevin said, "Yo, f these Dolphins, man. It's about it's Laker time." Later, but anyway, Kev, talk to me. Is the hype real? Well, it depends what you're talking about, right? Like, if you think that if the hype is that they're a playoff team and that they got a puncher's chance to, you know, win any game, then yeah. Um, I still think the Bills and the Chiefs are the class of the conference, but uh, hopefully this year Miami can show that they're like kind of in the that conversation i'd like to see them separate themselves from the rest of the the clevelands and the chargers and the you know the rest of the pack here's the deal kev and i hate that kevin does this because he does it all the time and it pisses me off anytime the bills are going to face the dolphins and half of it is is truthful and half of it is just a it's just a way to just piss bills fans off and he'll say something like oh no you guys have this i have the bills winning like 35 20 and it's going to be and he's 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 half telling the truth and he's half trying to troll us. So I need I need the real goods. And I'm not asking you for your troll. I'm not asking for score prediction. But how confident are you in this this year's Dolphins team? I'm talking from the offensive side of the ball. I'm talking about coaching uh, second year, him coaching Tua. what has Tua shown you this run game of yours? Tyreek Hill in this receiving game. Uh Talk to me about everything. All right, what's the confidence level right now in everything? Are we talking about like for the season or are we talking about for, for the season, tomorrow? For the season and, and going into tomorrow. But I want overall because, I mean, we're, it's, the season's still young. So you, there's, there's, still, there's still so much more that's going to happen. But so far right now and then going into this game. I mean, it sounds like a cop-out because everyone can say it. But because Miami has so many injury-prone players, it really depends on how healthy they stay. I mean, Tua, obviously, with his issues, like Toron Armstead, all these guys, you know, um, there's a lot of injury. Even the new linebacker, David Long, has got an injury uh, history, you know, that sort of thing. Um, so if they can stay healthy or healthy enough, you know, if the key guys can stay healthy, basically, if Tua stays healthy, I think they're an 11-win team. I think that, uh, you know, somewhere between – at the beginning of the season, I would have said between 9 and 11 – They've shown a little something so far. Hopefully they can keep it up. I'm going to say between 10 and 12. Um, the defense is getting better kind of by the week. I mean, it's a new scheme, like a completely opposite of what they were doing before, right? Last year it was all man, well, not, you know, mostly man coverage, mm-hmm. cover zero blitzes. Yep. They're sending guys all the time. And now it's more of a, it's actually a little bit closer to what you guys run. It's a lot of quarter, quarter halves. It's a lot of like, 
uh, zone and that sort of stuff. So they're trying to get their stride. Um, Jalen Phillips being hurt really kills me, really kills me, because I was very much looking forward to him on Spencer Brown again. But, um, yeah, for the season, I think I think I think they can establish themselves as the clear number three in the conference. Clear number three. I think so. I think they can. I think it's I think if you Rogers is gone. Right. So who's uh, you know, if you guys from your perspective, you you know, you'd rather not play the Chiefs, I would assume. Um, and then after that, like, who are you more worried about, like us or Pittsburgh, you know, or. You know, I'd like to be that three, that at least that three team. I, I don't know. And I get it. And I get it. And uh, me going and, and I'm looking at this team and I'm looking at what people are saying about these Dolphins. And and we'll get into the Bills, but I, I'm, I'm more interested in these Dolphins. And I, I need intel. All right. So this defense, because Josh has had success against this Miami defense. This, there was something about that man to man that he just he found ways to take advantage of it. I mean, obviously, the, the gap between talent has, has shrunk. Um, I think it's a lot closer now. I mean, Skylar Thompson, for crying out loud, took y'all and, and really was able to, to, to put some points on the board. But I want to get into Vic Fangio's defense is what, what has it done and who has it unlocked, right? There's sometimes when a, de- a new scheme comes in and you're like, now this is the scheme that this team needs and so on and so forth. Like, I can tell you, McDermott being in, it's like there's a, it's a rebirth of Ed Oliver. And Oliver has become yeah. like a, a powerhouse at defensive tackle, the three tech. So defensively, Vic Fangio coming in, what has he done? Because the big hype was, oh, oh, we got Vic Fangio now. The league better watch out. Are you seeing the dividends with Vic Fangio being your defense coordinator? The guy who's had the biggest impact like so far is going to be Javon Holland. Um, Javon. One of the underrated signings we made, he's not like a star, but he's better than what we had is we picked up Deshaun Elliott who's able to play a little bit, um, you know, like cover one. Yep. Last year, we didn't have any safety other than Holland that could play on the roof. So he was stuck like 20 yards off the ball playing deep all the time. This year with Fangio's system is a bit, a little bit more, you know, kind of like what you guys do with like too deep. Um, and then they can rotate Holland closer to the line. He's our best tackler. He's our best player on defense. Um and it's it's really it's this scheme's going to benefit him, and he's been the one to uh, seemingly catch on quickly. The other guy I think it's going to benefit throughout the year is probably Xavier Howard because you can tell he doesn't move like he used to two years ago. Um, and maybe, but I mean, last year they they threw him out there one on one, no safety help. Here, go cover Stephon Diggs for sixty yep. snaps. Mm-hmm. Well, what corner can do that? Right. So in a more of a zone uh, predicated system, I think this is going to give him a little bit more chance to kind of stay back, have a bit of help, be able to, you know, use his ball skills. But the rest of the team, it's been it's been better each week. Um, Like last week, like the Broncos scored 13. What are the 17 from the Patriots? Yeah, because seven of that from the Broncos was a kick return. Um, And then the Chargers obviously put the, the boots to us on the ground. So we'll see. the The main difference between the two styles is Fangio seems to kind of have a Leslie Frazier esque mentality, if you will, where he doesn't really care about the yards. He's just trying to not to eliminate the big plays, 
and make you uh, and make you work your way down the field. He doesn't really care about in between the twenties. He just doesn't want any explosives, any deep ones, and he wants to make you work for it. And hopefully, we'll pick up a turnover or two along the way. So, you mentioned a Leslie Frazier esque type of defense. So, is this like a bend but don't break type? Is that the mentality? Yeah, I'm not talking to? schematically, just like that I mentality. Get it. Yeah, I totally, I totally understand it because. I'm I'm looking at your run defense, and are you are you happy with your run defense? Is this or is there as are you play? Are, is there improvement from what you guys did last, last year? Is pretty much the same. Well, last no no that last year we were number four in the league, right? So this year we we played the Chargers, and that's you know the Chargers ran for like two hundred and some yards. Saw that. Angio basically came out and said we're not going to let uh, we're not going to let Herbert beat us deep. We're not going to let anyone, you know, get behind us. And we're going to play that. They had one big play the whole game. Uh, the rest of it, like they ran yeah, against the Patriots. Obviously no one's worried about their explosiveness. So we played better against the run. And if you take away like Mac Jones, one 18 yard scramble, like they held Stevenson to like three point some yards of carry. And he's a good player. Ramondre yep. Stevenson last year, same there last week, same thing against Javante Williams. Um, you know, the score got a, obviously a little out of hand, but, uh, when it was closer, uh, in the first quarter and stuff, they were playing well against it. Here, here's what I, I, I want to get to James Cook. Are you as a, as a Dolphins fan, do you worry about James Cook in the, in the Bills run game? Cause we've seemed to have hit a stride now mm -hmm. of being able to pick our spots and running the football and we're closing out games running the football. And I know you pay attention to games, to Bills games. I think you watch every freaking one of them. So uh, yeah. I know that I know you know this roster roster very well, and I know you can name the '90s Bills roster. We know that we've done that before many a times. But does James Cook in the run game sh shake you guys a little bit? Are you kind of looking at this Bills team like, yo, they can run the football, man? I mean, we can't take these guys lightly. Yeah, it, it's weird. I was looking at it. You're like one of the worst teams in the league at running on first down. So. I've been watching you got a lot of um, a lot of draw plays later on. Yes, and, we do. Um, a lot of uh, obviously you're a more of a predominant 12 personnel uh, this year than you were last year, obviously, um, with Kincaid and stuff, which allows you some flexibility to play like 11 because he can flex out. But I think it helped. I think it's made a huge difference with Spencer Brown. I think you got guys that are helping and chipping. Um, but Cook as a runner. He seems to have a bit better contact balance this year than he did last year. Last year, I found he was obviously really quick. He hits a hole really hard, but, you know, he was getting tackled a little too easily for my liking. And this year, he's breaking a lot more tackles. Um, he looks good. So the long-winded version, yeah. I, I can see us trying to eliminate the deep ones to Gabe, try and roll some coverage over to Diggs. And as a result, with those light boxes, you guys might be able to to squeak some big ones i find our run defense is a lot like yours you know when you you're it looks worse because you play it well play it well play it well you let up one big run right and then you play it well play it well you know what i mean we're kind of like that too it's uh that's what worries me and cook obviously has the speed to go to distance who worries you on this bills team well it's always josh allen um you know it's always uh it's the same guys. It's Allen. It's Diggs. You you want the other guys to beat you, right? You don't yeah. want Diggs to beat you. Um, 
you don't want Allen. For me, it's always Allen running the ball. That's what always kills us. Like, throw away like the first f- couple games with like Flores when he was throwing for 700 yep. yards a game. The yep. last, like, say, since McDaniels has been here, it's a little bit different. He always gets that back breaking run at the end, just like the last game in the snow, not the playoff, but the one in December Mm -hmm. where, you know, he breaks that off. I think that's, that's what scares me the most. The quarterback run. If uh, Dorsey's smart, he's going to dust off those run plays this week. um, Cause I know you haven't been doing them this year. Claims he took him out of the playbook, but uh, I want, I want to, yeah, I, I hope not. I hope he keeps him out because man, that's the worst. But that, that's what scares me the most, is Allen running the ball. If I were to point out a weakness on your team right now and the Bills can exploit, whether it's offense or defense, where is the weakness that, I mean, base, I mean, you, you know your team extremely well. Where is the weakness that we can take full advantage of? And you're like, man, I'm deathly afraid. If the Bills figure this out, they're going to kill us. Where is it? On when the Miami has the ball, it's going to be what I think you guys do that worries me is you guys do a lot of like, it looks like cover zero and it looks like you're sending a lot of guys, but you're not. Um, you're actually well, going to drop a bunch free. of them in coverage and you're going to usually overload a side. So what bothers me there is um, we've been so good this year going to like two is really good at picking things out before the play starts and knowing where to go with the ball. And if you can change the pitcher on him post snap, if you can confuse him, or if you can drop some guys back into like linebackers or D defensive linemen back into those passing lanes and bat some balls down, that's going to make a big difference. Um, plus anytime AJ Epinesa plays Austin Jackson, that's bad. Let me ask you, I need to, I need you to answer this. Why is Josh Allen the best quarterback in the AFC East? In the AFC East? Um, yeah. Because he's got his ability to create plays off script, his ability to run um, to account is basically like Larry Zonka in the backfield. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's kind of, that's the big, that's the big difference, right? Is he can escape the pocket and uh, extend the plays like he kind of did with that ridiculous throw against the Raiders. And then for the touchdown there, was it Hardy, I think, scored? And then, no, it was uh, Shakir. Um, on, that, on that little shallow route. Yeah, 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 that yeah. sort of thing. And then, of course, he can run. He hasn't been doing as much this this year, but I know he's just waiting for us. I know, you know. You don't show anything against the trash. You know, you you save it, and he's going to he's gonna run one on us for sure. So I've been having conversations with Bills fans. I've been having conversations with my peers. And there are there it's it's a very big 50-50 mix of yo, we got this. It's the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. We own the Dolphins. Just look at the record. The record says it for it says everything for themselves. Then you have those that are like, fam, this team is much better. I'm scared of the Dolphins. Should the Bills, should Bills fans be scared of these Dolphins? And I use scared for a reason. I'm, just, I'm using scared just so the message is sent. Should, should Bills fans be scared of Dolphins because of all the speed that they present on offense with Mostert, A-Chain, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle? I mean, I'm not saying Braxton Berrios' speed, but he's quick. He's like mm-hmm. a little mini version of Cole Beasley, for crying out loud. But yeah. should, should Bills fans have reason to be 
worried when they when they look at this this offense and the amount of speed that's coming their way absolutely i mean you got to th- stop stop throwing these stats from the brian flores era at me stop throwing these stats from when we were playing like these easy coverages for allen to uh to decipher stop throwing me these shellackings that it's it's a last year we played three games and you guys won by three points aggregate right i'm not saying you should be scared but like the respect should be completely different right now than it is from back when flores was there right so the top you know the top six fastest plays in the nfl this year by like ball you know miles per hour by gps tracking all six are miami I saw that they're freaking as so, fast as you as Usain Bolt for crying loud. What the so, heck going on? It's kind of like yeah, and it's kind of like an um, it's it's a bit of an equalizer, right? Overall, the Bills' uh, defense has played together for so long, which is overlooked. It's a huge storyline. It's a huge advantage. Your communication's top notch. It's basically been most of the same guys for like the last four or five years with yeah. Hyde, Poyer, White, Milano. You know what I mean? I know you have a you know, Benford, but even Taron Johnson's been there forever. So like you're so good at passing things off. You're so good at your zone that you're a little athletically limited. Okay. We'll say that like the safeties are getting a little, they're great. You know, I love Jordan Poyer, but they're a little slowing down white slowing down. So like, how do you beat the bills? Right. It's in a one, if you're going to ask us to matriculate up the field over and over and over, I think you guys are really good at that. So the way that we kind of stay in it is because we have these the speed. It's like when Hill cooked White last year, or when uh, what's his name Waddle caught the you know the crosser and took it up. That's what we need. We need the big plays because in an execution game, I don't see us. Your defense is in a better spot than our defense is. So even if our offenses, if I think are kind of even at the end of the day, I think your defense is ahead of ours. So you should win. So what we need is turnovers and explosive plays. And that's where I think the difference is because we have so much speed that if you slip, we'll take it the distance. Okay. I got to read. I, there's, there's, now I want to get into some nitty gritty stuff because me and, me and Pierre got into it today talking about these dolphins and him and I, I love that. I love this guy. Cause he keeps my, he keeps my head on my shoulders to kind of like look at it a different way. But I yeah. always bite back and push back, right? Wait, who's so, this? I'm, this is Pierre. Oh, <laughs> you know God. who? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got so many screenshots for you, Pierre. I can't. <laughs> you, you better win this game. You Expose better win them. this game. <laughs> yeah. So before before we get into that, let me get some super chats in, and then we go get into this because this is this is where yeah. the, the yeah. stuff starts to get a little meaty now. So uh, my man Dan, bro, I should salute to my guy Dan, bro. What's up, Dan? Dan comes in and says, "Hey, hot take, Floyd. He's talking about uh, Leonard Floyd getting two sacks minimum." Also, we need Papa Peck to give his negative views on the Dolphins. Uh, so he wants your negative views on the Dolphins, which I totally, uh, I think we'll, we'll get into that uh, shortly. Um, my man Dan Brown comes back and says, yo, Leonard Floyd is getting two sacks. Minimum dude has been quiet, surprised, and making a stand. Also, where's Papa Peck? I need to hear him talk about how Miami is getting overhyped. He, he thinks you guys are getting overhyped, so that's very interesting. Um, but we'll see. We'll see indeed. So, Let's, we're not going to get into the overhype part yet because we're going to get that eventually. But here's the the, the debate, the topic uh, that was being had today. We we're talking about Tua and his his ability to throw his guys open. Because mm-hmm. I watch a lot of your Dolphins games, and 
I mean, he's an NFL quarterback. He's going to find his guys deep. He's going to find his guys, I mean, 15, 25, 30 yards down. And, you know what I'm saying, on the sideline, he's accurate. We know that. But majority of, of I don't want to say majority, but I'd say a good chunk of Tua's big, splashy plays is allowing his big-time players to do what they do, which is run underneath the ball and make a play, right? It might be a, a seven-yard dig or five-yard slant, but – He's got it so on the money that the rest is history with these with these speedy players. And I was talking about the ability that Josh gives us. And Josh hasn't been able to just do those anticipatory throws where it allows a receiver to go and catch the ball and go, right? It's always on the money and down you go because there's not much room for you to kind of keep going. So, and the reason that was brought up was because we're talking about Deontay Hardy. We're talking speed. And I'm like, we're paying this guy $5 million. And I, I feel like we haven't utilized him the way that we should because we brought him here to do something and we're not able to kind of utilize him. How is that not happening? And we're talking about like, well, maybe he's not the right fit for this, this squad. But I was like, well, but they didn't just bring him on for no reason. They brought him here for a reason. Stretch the defense or do what Crowder was supposed to do when we moved on from Cole Beasley, but Crowder got hurt. Well, he was supposed to do what McKenzie was supposed to do for, for what when Beasley left, but McKenzie wasn't quite what we wanted him to do. So now we got Hardy. So my thing is, with Josh not able to throw guys open, and, and at least in my opinion, to kind of let them yak it out instead of, you know, the big arm, I mm -hmm. see your offense is just about Tua dotting these guys and letting them out. So my question is, if we take that away, and I, it sounds easy to say, but we take that away, it, does Tua, is he relegated to just being an okay quarterback, a good quarterback? Or is that easier for me to just say, you know, take that away, take that quick slant away and jump on a little bit. And yeah. you watch this team. You know this team. Talk to me on that that process. Because I'm trying to understand how Tua's been able to get Tyreek 150 yards. I mean, Tyreek's got speed, but, like, mm -hmm. there's a lot of, like, underneath stuff. It's the mesh points and all that stuff. So, and it's a loaded question. But basically what I'm trying to get to is, how do you how do you get him out of that rhythm? You know this guy. So yeah. how do you get this guy out of that rhythm? Well, brother, this is such a blown up theory that Bills fans have come up with. Oh, he just throws it five yards and they do the rest because they don't either they're not watching the games or they just don't want to admit it. Last year, Miami was like 25th or something, like in the 20s in Yak. In the 20s. And he led the NFL in in uh quarterback rating led the NFL in like yards per down, led the NFL in like five different categories. And they were in the 20s in Yak. This isn't like he threw five yards and they were eating up on Yak. This is a myth that you get, somehow gets perpetrated. I don't understand. Now, he does do that well. I know what you're saying. He throws it to the spots. Yep. He's also throwing these balls like 15, you know, 16. That's their sweet spot of the offense. He leads the league in intended air yards, like leads the league. Like he's almost doubling Josh Allen right now in intended air yards, okay. which means this isn't him throwing two yard passes and those guys running. Of course, they're able to do it. But what he's doing is it's the same kind of Rams like offense where there's a lot of like those in cutting routes at about 12, 15 yards. What they do is they pick, they try and establish the run early. It sucks up the linebackers and they're trying to get in between the safeties and the second level, right? They have had some big plays where 
to where Tyrese got some, you know, yak afterwards, especially yeah. because last week, for instance, against Denver, like they, there was a blown coverage where the safety jumped up to take the crosser in front of him and Tyreek came behind him and no one was there and Tyreek ran. But the most of it, it's just a timing offense. Most of it is these like mid range. That's where they kind of kill you. It's not the 40 yarders. Cause we know he doesn't have the, you know, the biggest it's mid range. It's not, but it's not two yard passes and watching the receivers run. They can do it. They try and do it occasionally, but so does every team. It's these 15, 12 to 17 yard plays that they run right now better than anyone's doing. So when you hear, and I'm, I'm sure you see it, just take away his first read and you got him. Big yeah. <laughs> no, that there's a legitimacy there. Okay. Now keep in mind, there's a difference between Tua just blindly throwing to the first progression on the play. That's not what he does. When they say this first read, it's not like, hey, this ball is supposed to go to this guy. I'm throwing it to this guy. What he does is based on the defense, he tends to pick a guy before the snap, whether it's he should have been the third, fourth, fifth in the progression. He's like, I think this guy's open. But there is legitimacy to this criticism. I need to see that improvement because that's what happened to Tua last year. If you took that away, he struggled. Now this year, you know, granted against some poor well actually the patriots always have a good defense but against like some of the other the chargers and and the broncos there was some poor defense so they actually had time and he wasn't going through his progressions but is buffalo going to give him that much time that's what worries me so that stigma that he has that one's accurate until proven otherwise i need to see it consistently him getting off that first read and doing it but keep in mind part of the reason they do that so much is because one, two is good at it, and two, their offensive line stinks in certain spots. So their uh, whole premise is to get the ball out in like two seconds so that you can't crush them. I'm looking at your offensive line because you mentioned your offensive line. And for years, I've heard you say, we're not good enough on the line. We're not good enough on the line. Golly, our O-line is garbage. You've made some improvements on the line. Yeah. And I want to know... Are you comfortable with who you have on your line right now? Mm, well, I need Connor Williams to play. It doesn't look like he's going to play this Sunday. It's huge because he's really good and his backup, Eichenberg, is really bad. It's like as big a drop off as there is. So if Connor Williams plays, you know, if Teron Armstead plays because he's always hurt, if Armstead's playing, he's an elite left tackle. Um, he, we got Isaiah win from the Patriots and we moved yep. him inside to guard and he's actually yep. played pretty well so far. Like he's comparable to, you know, uh, he, he he's, I don't know, who's your guy there, McGovern or what's his name? Is it Love McGovern guard. you picked up from the, uh, who from the uh, Cowboys? McGovern, yeah. McGovern from Dallas. Yep. You know what I mean? Like he's solid. He's not, yep. he's not getting killed. Williams is really good. Robert Hunt's really good. Austin Jackson is a train wreck and pass pro, but he's uh he's he's a really good run blocker because he's, he's Spencer pretty, Brown. But he's pretty bad in pass blocking. So that's that's kind of uh, our Achilles heel. But mm -hmm. the Lions played better this year than last year. But again, I I, I mean Win Armstead are both injury prone players, so I'm I'm always uh holding my breath every play to see if they go down. I'm gonna go back to Josh Allen. You've been watching Josh Allen. We've been watching Josh Allen. Josh Allen is, uh, he's the hero in Buffalo. I mean, if we don't have Josh, 
is a rap. I mean, mm -hmm. 17 is that dude. But when you look at 17, are you, do you, are we, do we overhype 17 as Bills fans? You know, sometimes we get a little too, we get too much. And I know you, it sickens you because you're like, yo, Bills fans need to chill out. It sickens you. I know it does. I can see the disgust on your face. However, are we overhyping Josh? Is Josh as elite as we make him seem? Or do you see some things in, your, in him that you're like, no, bro. Like, he's not as nice as you guys think he is. Because I feel like Dolphins fans feel, not you, because you are yeah. a different type of breed. You're a different breed. But there are Dolphins fans that are like, yo, he's overrated, man. Y'all hyping this guy up like he's, he's king shit. But, like, look what the Jets did to him. They relegated him to some, some you know I mean, regular-ass quarterback. I see it written all over Twitter and Facebook and all that bull. So I want your honest opinion. Are we mm -hmm. overhyping Josh? Um, no, like I think they say that because they don't watch the games. Maybe they're watching some highlights and they see, you know, Allen's always capable of a boneheaded game where he's going to have multiple turnovers. But when you watch him as a whole, he's still like a top three quarterback in the NFL. So no, he's not overhyped. Yes, he's elite. Yes, he's can have a bad game, but then so can Joe Burrow. You know what I mean? He threw four picks. Uh, first game last year what do you throw three more the first game this year you know what i mean it's you know any guy can have a bad game but overall no allen is is elite i've seen every game of his career i've seen every buffalo bills game for the last six years in full so including preseason so uh i've seen everything right so i'm telling you he's you know he's the guy right and if 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 he can't make it happen with his arm for whatever reason then all he has to do is use his legs, and that's what kills you. So they're they're not allowed. I wouldn't say they're not allowing. They've they've tempered him using his legs this year. He hasn't had an. He has hadn't. He hasn't had the design runs. A mm -hmm. lot of the runs that you see is usually a, a play broken down, and, and Josh is doing Josh things. But even then, he's kind of pulling back a little bit and looking more for uh, his weapon. So key matchups. I wanna I wanna understand the key matchups. The matchups that you think that you are favored in and the matchups that you're like, I do not want to see this matchup because if this matchup happens, we're in trouble. So let's start off with the matchups that you feel like you're in trouble in. And, uh, and then we'll get to the ones that you feel you're confident in. In trouble. Uh, your interior defensive line is playing really, really well right now. Ed Oliver came back from the dead. Um, Cause he's been real mediocre up until this year. And He's playing lights out. He didn't play. He had some bad blown assignments against the Jets, but the last two games, holy geez, mm. he's playing well. Um, if we have no Connor Williams, we got Liam Eikenberg. Oh man, Daquan Jones is going to be pushing Liam Eikenberg seven yards into the into the huddle every play. He might as well just line up beside Tua. So that's where I'm worried about uh, where you guys have the that it, big advantage in that regard. Right, right, right. Where I think we obviously. You know what I'm gonna say uh, for the strengths? It's it's Waddle and and Hill, right? You you can't play man against them. You don't have anyone on your team that can match up against them. You got to stay disciplined in your zone. Micah Hyde is the key to this game because he's so good back there at taking away the deep ball. Um, that's that's where we have our strength, right? I think that's that's the key matchup. It's can you limit those guys? If can you keep them in front? Can you make sure they don't break a tackle and, and try and limit their explosive plays? I I actually agree with that. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give you that. And I also want to know where you feel like you have the advantage, where your advantage is. And I'm and I'm I'm 
I, I have a feeling you're going to go on the offensive side of the ball. Or yeah. maybe now that your boy that's out with the oblique is out, now you're like, hmm. Mm. Or maybe it's Christian Wilkins. You feel good about Christian Wilkins. I don't know. Where's, where do you feel like you have that big time event? Well, yeah. Well, we'll tell Fluffy Panda that I'm wearing a Nick Van Exel Lakers jersey. <laughs> Fluffy Panda's on your ass, huh? <laughs> He just wanted to know what, what jersey he was wearing. And yep, there's another guy back there that said, oh, the Lolfins are, are lucky Miller's not playing. Last time, uh, last year when Miller played, Armstead put him on a milk carton. Um, but <laughs> anyways, so where we, like I said, so our advantage is obviously our wide receivers yep. um, versus your, you know, secondary um, in, in certain situations. So you got to play zone. You got to play discipline. Uh, I always worry about Matt Milano. He's an all pro. I mean, there's Fred Warner, and then it's probably him, you know. Um, Fred Warner's nice man, too. He's good. Yeah, he's good. And I ah, I hate seeing all this. He's a dirty player. He's a dirty player. He's not a dirty he's player. He's lazy. It was a bit of a late push. It was a penalty, but he's not – he wasn't trying to kill, kill anyone. It wasn't – he wasn't trying to get anything. It bothers me. But, um, yeah, no, he's awesome. Terrell Bernard, I was really hard on him. I know, I know we got Pierre watching. I was hard on him. We were all a, we were all a hard I on him. I didn't think he was looking that good. And then he was, you know, regardless of what, what they try and tell me, he was pretty shit against the Jets because he was getting pushed around a lot. But, man, just like Ed Oliver, these last two games, holy crap. So um, you got two, you know, so where I think if Miami's going to win, it's um, they got to get that run game going, right? You guys live in the nickel. You are always in the nickel. 95%. And I think a huge uh, matchup that no one's ever going to talk about is going to be Taron Johnson versus Alec Ingold. Okay? My fullback. Because he crushed him. Crushed him in December. Remember when Mostert ran for like 150 yards? Don't remind me. In the run game. Taron Johnson's awesome, right? In coverage. But if you're going to play in the nickel, we got to run at that guy. And Alec Ingold is as good as it comes as a run blocker. So who wins that matchup? And that's what we did in December. We targeted him. If you go back and you watch the tape in December at the first half, when we were running like crazy, we tar- we ran at Taron Johnson. You got to make him, you got to make the bills pay if you can. Like that's the goal, right? I'm not saying right. they're going to, but you have to try and make them pay for having light linebackers and a nickel corner. And you got to try and pound it on him. Um, and you got to use our, you know, we play, you guys play a lot of 12. We play a lot of 21. So we have, you know, Smythe, who's as slow as a slug, but he's a decent blocker at tight end. And we got Alec Ingold. So I think that's going to be a big matchup. If Taron Johnson can, can win that, then we're in trouble. If we can win that, then, Hey, maybe we can have a pretty good day running the ball. I, I hear everything you're telling me and I, and I'm, and I appreciate that, but there's one thing that you kind of, and, and I, Either you know this or you're just di- dismissing it, but we we did we did sign Taylor Rapp. So we've got that bigger safety in the box type of, of player that, that can I don't want to say mitigate, but strengthen the run defense. Because the one thing that the Bills, I mean, as much as people want to talk about it, you know, we stopped Josh Jacobs, we didn't really let Brian Robertson go up and he ran for 70 yards. Um and obviously, the first game against the Jets, I mean, we that one big, huge ADR run by Brees Hall, which is a he's a monster, but hasn't done shit since then. But I bring this up because Bills are sometimes we 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 get fall asleep at the wheel and allow these guys to run for a buck fifty. I mean, Joe Joe Mixon, uh, Mixon 
was able to freaking rush for 160 yards. So we're, we are susceptible to that. Mm -hmm. And how, I guess I want to get into stopping your damn, your offense and your run game, man. Before and I get you there, want, I you get want to bring a safety down in the box and, and not play, quite. Not play quite. single not high against uh, Waddle and Hill? Not quite. Give me a second now. Let me just okay. read this. And we'll, we'll get into it. Uh, my man Bartek says, yo, they need, to, they need to lull teams into thinking Josh won't be running anymore and then unleash him when they least expect it. Uh, just like KC with Mahomes. See, Mahomes is not like a least expected run guy. He's just, if it's there, I'll take it. But chances yeah. are I'm not going to run if I don't need to. Um, but, I mean, he ain't going. There's not many design runs for a guy like Mahomes. Design runs, for yes, for Josh. They've dialed it down, but they won't really lull you. Josh will take off when he needs to fucking take off. He doesn't need to lull you. He'll take off if it's there. Um, but, nonetheless, great point. Nonetheless, uh, my man Bartek. Your run game. Mm -hmm. All right. I gotta talk about your run game because I find your run game it's 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 not complicated, but it's 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 based on not confusing defenses, but getting you guys out of place. Where you'll pre-snap, you got Mostert as a wideout or in the slot, and then take a good look at the D and Tua's looking. All right, come on in. So now he's back in the he's back in the in the backfield, and then all of a sudden here comes another motion. Tyreek Hill comes across. So now defense is like, okay, where's Tyreek? Where's Tyreek? And it's built on a lot of confusion and nobody's nobody's touching. And all of a sudden you got a broken play. So if we stay disciplined, I mean, that's football, right? If you stay disciplined, stay in your gaps, we should be able to control uh, and contain because you can't stop Tyreek Hill, but contain, but it's the run game because when you lose discipline, lanes open up. And when lanes open up, that's how Alex Engold is getting on Teron Johnson because lanes are opening up, and then you got a fullback against a light corner, and then there's Mostert that runs like a 4 3 40. You know what I mean? So if we stay disciplined, we can contain that run game, which now makes Tua, I mean, not necessarily have to force him to pass because he does it well, but the run game, you build your offense off the run game. So mm -hmm. if we can kind of slow you down off that run game and make Tua throw it 50 times, shit, we'll take it. But it's that run game that slows everything down and that really gets people shook. Would, would you say that's a, a fair assessment of this McDaniel offense and how y'all are able to get these big-ass chunks of yardage? Yeah, we run a lot of – one of the things, too, is we run a lot of it's toss me off, actually. We run a lot of toss crack. Our best blocking wide receiver, we replaced uh, Sherfield with uh, Craycraft. Craycraft, and he's, they just put him on injured reserve. It's too bad because he's a really good blocker. So we run a lot of that. And that's what the Jets killed you with more than just the 85. You gave up a couple of big ones against them, but that was, and that was, you guys had a trouble with that. So I hope I I'm sure McDermott knows more than I do. I'm sure he's thinking about that too, <laughs> because we run that crack toss a lot. Yes, you do. And um, I don't care who your defensive end is. I like Armstead. So we're, that's, that's a key, right? But it's going to be Milano and uh, what's his name? Bernard. They like to shoot gaps too that's another thing is milano's like super aggressive right yep. so um more often than not he's correct so you got to make him guess wrong so you gotta that's part of all the the motions and the stuff like that is if you can fool him which is exceedingly hard like i said he's he's the best or like second best linebacker in the league in my opinion if you can though it's a big it's a big play right um so that's that's kind of what what we're gonna see if you guys can take that away um, against the uh, chargers and the Broncos, we ran a lot of outside zone 
and the Patriots played that three safety look and the outload and they, and they loaded their linebackers very wide to try and take that away. And we just did inside zone and most are went for like 142 or something like that. Um, so it'll be interesting to see uh, McDaniel. The main reason to me why we're better this year, or at least so far than what we looked last year is because of McDaniel. He's light years ahead of everyone right now. If eventually guys are going to catch up, you know what I mean? Cause he's brought out some new stuff and eventually guys are going to figure out how to counter that. And then it's, we're going to see if he's able to come up with new stuff yep. in the same year. Cause that's what happened last year. We came out with something Tua came back. We we're ripping through the teams. Then teams figured out how to, how to defend it. And then we weren't able to adjust really. So let's see, but his running game is, is super creative. And like you said, he does create a lot of stress by motioning like walls and hill in the back and stuff like that. And, and everything is to try and design to try and get people to guess wrong. And that's the one thing, the bills, they're very aggressive. They like to come downhill with their linebackers. So if they can make them guess wrong, even if the first three, you know, stuff, stuff, 50 stuff, 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 you know, that's, that's kind of what I, I have to hope for. How do you, how do you stop Tyreek Hill? Uh, you do with the, you do with the, Patriots did right so the Patriots just put so much attention on him um that I think he had like 45 yards and a touchdown um but you know then you give up a big game to uh Jalen Waddle you know um so that's kind of that's the the difference right um I'm just watching these comments no and and, and I'm 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 wanted to cuz I was hoping that you were going to say like you got to play a lot of zone or you got to double team coverage him or because I'm curious because I mean, obviously oh, okay. Bill Belichick so, is Bill Belichick. He's, he's so the best way, yeah. Best way to stop Tyreek is to roll a safety over top, have Trey White. Well, we know they don't let him follow anyone, but um, you have whoever, take, you got to take a shot. Why? I'm just saying they don't let him follow anyone. Just leave him alone, man. Smartly. So whoever the corner is, is going to press, you know, you press him. Try and get physical with him on the line. Try and disrupt his routes. Roll hide over top of him, and and you'll stop and you'll stop him, right? Because they're just they won't go to him as much. They'll go to Waddle. That's kind of the only. That's not the only. That's kind of the benefit of what Miami's got right now is having two receivers that are that good. Is that if you want to take away Tyreek Hill, fine, right? And that we're just going to go to Waddle. And then if you then you're going to have to kind of readjust and put your safeties back the other way. Um, that's why in the couple games we had against you guys last year, Waddle out, outproduced Tyreek Hill because Frazier and McDermott came up with a good game plan to slow Hill down, and we just went to Waddle. Does that throw off? Does that throw off Tua? And that's my next thing, right? Sometimes I'll tell you right now, you take away. I I mean, I think all Bills fans know this. Take away Stefan Diggs. Mm -hmm. I mean, you saw that in the last year's game against the Jets, the first matchup. Mm -hmm. where they kind of they double team digs they did not let digs get anywhere and you saw the results of that we lost the game and josh allen had one of his worst statistical games although he ran for two rushing touchdowns in the air didn't look great if you look at the recent game against the jets not great either they just have a great way of of not taking away digs because Diggs had a better game but it's it's tough to just kind of i mean let him cook with Diggs. so if you take digs now you've got a you got josh allen that's got a i mean rely mm -hmm. on the rest of his guys so i asked this for if you have worry and trepidation for kincaid exposing your middle because a lot of times people are talking about 
you know I mean, you guys in coverage, your linebackers in coverage aren't the greatest. So this is where, you know I mean, this is where people can get really take, took, take full advantage. I mean, for crying aloud, Hunter Henry had a day against the Dolphins. I mean, I don't know how it happened, but it did. So if Hunter Henry is able to have those type of days, what can Kincaid do? Does that kind of worry you with Kincaid now fully being, okay, now we're going to unleash Kincaid? Well, I got Kincaid in like three fantasy pools. So, so you're waiting if for someone's going to score. Hopefully it's him. You know, I'm, I'm hoping for a shutout, but if someone on the Bills got to score, at least give it to Kincaid. I got him in like three pools. I'm surprised he hasn't um, scored yet. Yeah, I know. I'm well aware. So, uh, yeah, Miami's always traditionally kind of struggled to cover tight ends. Um, we've usually try and, you know, take away like one of the receivers, but well, who knows? We got a little bit better depth at linebacker this year. David Long is a definite upgrade over, uh, I can't even remember his name. I don't know why I'm blanking out. He played for like a couple of years. He's over with the starting for the Steelers now. Yeah. It happened because this defense is heavily flawed. Well, it's a new scheme. You know what I mean? I could say, what's wrong with your offense? What were you scored 13 points in the fourth quarter against the commanders? You know, well, you know, what happened against the Jets? You know, is your offense fundamentally flawed, Pierre? Or we're just going to take or we're going to take your word that it's good because you beat up on the second worst team in the NFL, the Raiders behind the Broncos. Are you done talking shit? Because oh, no, all, Pierre, you know I love. Him. <laughs> because He's supposed to come to the game with me this week. He's supposed to come to the game. Everyone knows week one is a crapshoot. Everyone yeah. knows that. Hey, it's week well, one not Pierre. The weirdest he's week. Holding all these uh, yards the Chargers got against us, against me. You know what I mean? He keeps holding them. You know. He, he well, we were flawed says, last year, Pierre. We managed four turnovers in the play. You, know, you know when? Uh, you know when Kobe was calling? Uh, I think it was uh, who was he calling? Soft Barnes. Yeah, you're soft. Not Barnes. Soft. Yeah, Matthew Barnes. It's like I, I feel Pierre saying, "Flawed." Yeah, <laughs> your, your defense is flawed. Yeah. I feel like this is he's giving the I, I, I know the Bills are going to have a good offense. I'm just getting at. Uh, I'm just getting at Pierre. So, but, me, um, go ahead. Let me get. Let me get to this. So, who wins this first matchup? Do you first of all? Do you have a splitting the series this year? That's what I had. Yeah. So I okay. think that uh, you guys are going to win this week. 34-20. Yeah, 34-20. It's going to be a sad day. For those of you who don't know, I'm going to be in attendance at the game. Um, I mean, I'm excited for you, by the way. I'm Super meeting sad. up with the thigh doc at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, to me, to uh, Pierre's point, the um, defense, like I said, it's a new scheme. It's going to take him a bit to, to, to figure it out, to keep gelling. Um, why I don't know. We didn't we score like thirty-one against you with like Skylar Thompson, twenties uh, out of the realm of possibility. All right, but um, uh, I just think the Pierre's correct. Like the Dolphins' defense isn't playing that great. I can see improvements, obviously, especially with like gap integrity and things like that. They're starting to pick it up, but uh, but uh, the um. And then in, in January, when we play you guys, by then I feel like we'll have Jalen Ramsey back. We're going to have, you know, a full season with the defense under the belt. Hopefully Jalen Phillips is back. You know what I mean? Like, it, I know you guys have some guys that are out too, but I mean, I think that having like the full 16 games before we play you guys yeah. is going to definitely have our, some more cohesion in the defense and allow our defense to kind of step up and play, and play better. 
I got a message from Jeff King, and uh, I think he wants you to read it to him. Papa Peck, always a pleasure to see you on here. I'd like to wish you luck, but fuck them fins. Good to see you, sir. <laughs> Jeff is always fins is what he's trying to tell you. you didn't Jeff's always been a, a gentleman and a scholar. <laughs> he, you know what? I'll tell you this. Jeff King is a gentleman. Yeah, and he will. He will. He will lay you out with the words. He's a wordsmith with a few f bombs in between, and he know he he can jar with the best of them. Um, and I love every bit of it. By the way, folks, this is your opportunity. I've got Kevin on the line. He's sticking around with me. If you want to call in, you have yeah. the ability to call in right this second. And uh, if my man, you know who wants to call Jeff King, this is your opportunity to call in. And if you guys have questions, concerns to hit up my man, Kevin. He is here, by the way. If you guys want to follow Kevin online right now, he he's actually going up. I swear, every year, there's about a week or two where Kevin is sitting there going back and forth with Bills fans. And gee, he's just peppering them with just statistics, and and he just can't stand him. He says we're one of the worst fan bases in the in the game. Uh, <laughs> this is where we're, no. we're terrible. Remember the term I used? What's that? Remember the term I used? Which one was it? Nouveau riche. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're the we're the nouveau riche. We just don't know how to act. That now yeah. that we're we're starting to win games, we just don't know how to act. And he says that we're nouveau riche. So uh, <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. So I'm gonna actually put a uh, a link. And if you guys are bold enough, you don't have to show your face. You really don't. Uh, if you just want to just you know I mean use your voice, I'm giving mm -hmm. you guys 60 seconds to get your question across. It's not a kumbaya moment where you want to sit here and and yab it away. We ain't doing that. All right, because right now, my wife, my lovely wife, she's great. Uh, she left me with a toddler that is teething and he's got a cold and he's upstairs sleeping. And at any moment, he's going to wake up and I have the two girls that are upstairs and they have a, they have their friends sleeping over. So daddy daycare is doing it. I'm potting, but I got the I got the monitor here. I'm watching everything. So I ain't got time for y'all yabbing away. All right. Get in, get out. That's what it is. So if you guys want to get in here, this is your opportunity. Now, Kevin. We got we got to get into this, man. Um, first of all, I'm saddened that you didn't uh, partake in our fantasy league because right now the fantasy is it's it's always fun when Kevin's in the league, but you're in far too many leagues. You need to cut it out. Oh, I know. I have seven one, leagues, man. I'm in one league where my first two picks were Saquon and Nick Chubb. Oh. In my other league, I got Saquon, I got Nick Chubb and J.K. Dobbins. I got oh. J. I'm in six leagues. I got J.K. Dobbins and three, Nick Chubb and three. Bro, you're sick. Season's you're over. Sick. You're sick. Season's over. Oh, Jeff King, I see you calling. Give me one second. I'm going to take Dan first. Dan, get in and get out. What you got, Dan? Yo, what up? Rico, what up, Kev? Hey, I'm uh, pulling up Bobby where I'm not going to be on camera. You got to tell that fool to get his ass on the, on camera one time he during your barbershop. He won't do it. I know he won't do it. I know. But let's just play this way. This is game of the week, maybe game of the year, you know, and I love, I respect Kev. Because he always, you know, he talks his shit, but he backs up with facts. But I just love the, I love the little feedback him and uh, him and Bobby go with, you know, little insults. You know, guys, you gotta love it every week. But, you know, just put it this way, I'm gonna call it right now. Uh, Leonard Floyd, three sacks this game. Dude's a monster. Been quiet. Three sacks. It's not out of the question. It definitely is not. He had two sacks last week. Mm -hmm. He's been held. That's why, you know, yeah. oh, I, Miami's old line is a little beat up, but still going to be solid. But I think he's he's going to be a big difference maker this game. We'll see. 
we'll definitely we'll see. Well, Dan, I, I appreciate you, bro. You know we do. And uh, hold it down. Three sacks from my man, Leonard Floyd. That's coming from my man, Dan the Man. Yeah. Dan the Man, I appreciate you, brother. Yeah, always, guys. Peace. Take care, boy. Yeah, Floyd's been a hell of a pickup for you guys. I was really sad when you guys picked him up. Um, he played really well. Plus, I see you got him coming off, usually off the right tackle, which is where Miami's Yeah, weak. man, Floyd, so, man, his yeah. length. You, I can yeah, see why the only teams are warning these guys with long arms yeah. around the bend. So you got Leonard Floyd yeah. and Andrew Rousseau coming around the corner. I'm telling you, I hope Tua has PTSD. I hope he's like, <gasps> he goes back to, you know what I mean, 2021 Tua. And he's just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's shaking in his boots. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, give a call to my man, Jeff King. I missed his call. So uh, we're going to get into it. Kev, you get to be live on the line. with Jeff King. Who the fuck is this, man? <laughs> what's up, Jeff? <laughs> Gentlemen, what's going on? What's happening, brother? Talk to us, Jeffrey. How are you feeling about this game? I'm going to talk to you. Listen, before we get into this, okay? Any of you people on here with children on here, get them the fuck off. Because this ain't going to be family friendly. These guys know who I am. It's just the way it is. That's it. You want entertainment? I'm going to give you entertainment. <laughs> Let's go. So what's going on? You tell me. Papa, how the fuck you been? I ain't seen you in a long time. <laughs> I mean, good, buddy. Yeah, it's been, I think, since what? The draft, I think, was the last time. The draft, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, your guy McDaniel's there? He's a genius, but fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, listen, Jeff King, I need you to talk to me, man. Um, how do you feel? How well, do you let me, feel let me about give this? Me a little bit. Go ahead. Go ahead. Bro. No, how do you feel about this game coming up? Because I mean, there's some fans that are feeling, yo, this is a big game, and it is. It is a big game. But should we should we treat this as it's the big bad Dolphins coming in, or should we treat them as that little brother noogie? We just got to remind them who the hell we are. How do you feel about this game? This upcoming game coming up? No, no, you treat them as a big bad Dolphins, man. Okay, like you got punked in front of your old lady. That's how you fucking treat this. Mm. Like some guy came up and punked you in front of your old lady, and then you see him out later on, and then you put the fucking boots to him. Mm. Okay? Because that's all I've heard. Dolphins, Dolphins, Dolphins. And rightly so. They hung 70 on the Broncos. But the Broncos suck. They don't have the defense they had fucking three years ago. They don't have the defense they had two years ago. Or one year ago. Okay? But that's the Dolphins. We're not the Dolphins. Or I mean the fucking Broncos. We're not the Broncos, okay? What? Here's the bottom line. Let me give you a little. Let me give you a little bit of history here, gentlemen. If you got a minute, let's go. When the Bills came into the AFL, do you know why they chose the color blue? Ooh, history time. No, I have no idea. No, because of the blue collar community they worked for. Man, mm-hmm. that was a specific reason. They worked for a blue collar community. We don't have sunshine 320 days out of the year. We don't have hot chicks with their asses hanging out of bikinis. Lamborghinis, Ferraris are the biggest drug board in the United States in the fucking world, okay? We got our football. That's all we got. This is a blue-collar community with a blue-collar team. That's it, okay? We know, these guys know what they're fighting for right now. But do they, they know get what it? they're fighting for? Do they get it? Because yeah, they get it. The... I, I think they get it this game. Rico, I think they know like this is a turning point for them in the season, as it should be. 
Because you're either going to fucking establish yourself right now, or you're going to be in second place in the AFC for the rest of this fucking year. Or the AFC East, anyways. You're going to be in second place in them fucks. So we need this game. No we need this. Kevin. No, no, no worries, buddy. Okay. I said, so that you're telling us we need this game. We can't, we can't, we can't lose this one. No, fuck splitting. Fuck that shit. You know, I, I don't want to hear about, well, we, you know, we should split. No, fuck splitting. They just laid a 70 burger on the Broncos. This is where you establish yourself and say, we ain't fucking any other fucking team. Okay, we're the fucking Bills. You're coming into our house. You're not going to put a fucking beat down. At least I hope this is a fucking mentality. I hope McDermott's fucking, you know, plead or, you know, pressuring these guys with his shit or telling this to them rather than sitting there playing, well, we got to learn from this. Fuck all that shit. What? Now it's time to put somebody's fucking mouth on the curb and stop the fuck out of them. My man, Jeff. Give and they got to find it. I don't know how they're going to find it. I, I, I'm being honest with you. Poyer's a big blow. Huge fucking blow. So, Hear, hear me out. I, I, I want to know, what do you need to see from Buffalo? What do you need to see from Buffalo going into this game against these dead Dolphins? I need to see them to win because they're going against a highly prolific offense. It's already been proven. Again, I take nothing away from McDaniel. Mm-hmm. The guy's a fucking genius. He's a genius. Man. What I saw last week was disgusting. I mean, Sean Payton should have, you know, cut his prick off and had a vagina put in there. Bro. I know. <laughs> Jesus Christ, after all that shit he talked about, the fucking last guy was there. I mean, you want to talk about eating fucking crow, man. Facts. Facts, man. Damn, man. Jesus Christ. How the fuck he went in front of the cameras is beyond me. But anyways, they need to, you know, for themselves, they need to show we can play with anybody. And if you can play with these guys, Kansas City ain't this prolific. He's got Miami put on a fucking show last week, bro. One I haven't seen in a long time since the LA Rams. They never fucking did that with Kurt Warner. They put on a fucking disgusting show. I don't care who you are. I don't care if they're playing fucking Kent State. Nobody should give up fucking 70 points, man. Nobody ever. That just means you quit. What do you got for score prediction? Uh, it's, close. It, I'm not gonna lie to you. Close. Within uh, within four points. A seven point game or a three point game. Oof. Is it gonna be high Miami's scoring or low scoring? Man, they're not, Miami's not coming in there to fucking lose. Oh, they're trying Even to come. Miami establishes themselves as you know, not worth the fucking games now. For sure. That's how they establish themselves. High scoring or low scoring game? Uh low. I'll be honest with you. I think it's gonna be low. I do. I think each team's going to key on each team's offense, and that's going to be it. Yeah, you know how it works out. Every time you got these two fucking high-powered offenses, it always shows that you know it ends up nineteen fucking seventeen. True. Some shit you bet the over, and you get shoved right up your ass every fucking time. I can't tell you how many times I bet the over on how you know high-profile teams that fucking put up 40, 50 points every week, and the team are. The week I bet on them, I lose my ass because they only put up 13. Kevin says but those fans are the worst fans in the league. Is that I true? I did not say that. <laughs> <laughs> I know Kevin did say that. I fucking know that for a fact. Okay? Because he knows the tirade is going to get out of my mouth. So yeah, I I'm, know that. 
I am well aware that he lives in Western New York. Kevin, and I, I know Kevin has respect for me. So. <laughs> for, for sure. He, he was quick to say, I did not say that. I, don't you put oh, me in that I, shit. I you don't throw me under the jet. Kevin, let me tell you this, brother. You always come on there and you cover your bases. Always. He does. Always, always. Well, you know, the soft-spoken, nice, intelligent guy. He does. Well, let me tell you, blah, blah, blah. And I love it because you're a gentleman. You, you know, you're a gentleman. You're a scholar all the time. But I know exactly what's going to come out of your fucking mouth before you fucking say it. Hey, you know you what? You never showboat. You never do any of that shit. For he's, that, I respect you, man. He's like that in person. Even if he has got a little liquor in his system, still the same cat. We'll never well, get out of line. I gotta love that, man. That means he's a gentleman. That means he's a gentleman. He's definitely so a gentleman. You should that. see when he wears his tight that, shirts. Man. He's got the the pecs are all out. He he's modest though. He doesn't want <laughs> he doesn't want to. You know what I mean? Give me. <laughs> That's he what I love, show man. Off. He don't want to show off. No, he doesn't want to show Listen, off. He doesn't man. want that. This is what I think, man. It's gonna be a tight fucking game. It ain't gonna be no easy squeak. We ain't gonna stomp the shit out of him. But like I said, man, I don't mean to be cliche. We're not the fucking Broncos, bro. We're not. You know, we got the number. I think what are we number one or number two defense in the league right now? Yeah, we're number two right now. Regardless of Poyer, I'm hoping, hoping McDermott pulls something out of his ass. Besides, well, we got to learn from this. You know. Yeah. And you know, figures out what the fuck we're dealing with here because what we're dealing with is is pretty awesome. Now, before so kudos be- to you on that, Kevin. Before before you, you jump off here, uh, I need to I need to know your your one key player that you need stepping up on the offensive side and one key you need stepping up on the defensive side. Who you got? Allen Allen needs to. Uh, there can't be any mistakes. There can't be any of those stupid fucking interceptions. It can't happen. Can't fucking happen, man. This is not the game to show off because Kyrie kills on one side and Jalen Waddles on the other and two is diamond. Um, you can't do that. You can't. I, I understand it. I get his mentality. Fuck that. Ain't nobody coming in my house and showing me up. No, you can't fucking do that. You have to play to what's given to you, man. You 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 have to be subdued. You cannot fucking do that cowboy bullshit, man. It's cost us so many fucking games that we should have won. And I love him, man. I do. He's my QB. But yep. damn, man. After five fucking years. Get that fucking itch off of your ass, man. You can't do that shit anymore in this league. This ain't fucking Wyoming, okay? You can't do it. You can't come, your team can't come back from that, especially against a team like this. One more Second, thing. Defense, sorry. What? Defense. You, yep. It, it ain't one. They got to rush like a motherfucker. They got to get there quick. I need to Rousseau. Rousseau to play his A game. Is Bond playing or no? Is he done? Who's that? Is he not playing this game? Bond? Yeah, because no, Von Miller. Cause oh, Von Miller. No, Von Miller's not. No, he's no. not back yet. He's not back yet. Okay. Not yet. So I need the defensive ends to turn up. You know, Epineza, you're back in there. Yep. Same shit as you did last week, man. Yep. This is the game you want to show out. This is a game you want to put it all on the fucking line. Here we go. Love it. Because Dallas has already proven, you know, blah, blah, blah. They ain't going to be, you know, shit by the time we get to them. They'll be beat up as fuck. Everybody's crowning them. Oh, they're going to be the Super Bowl. No, you ain't, man. You're going to be the same shitty-ass Dallas team you always are. You know what, we'll Jeff? play them fucks in December. Jeff King, I need to tell you, man, <laughs> you, you are an absolute gem 
always. It's it's never gonna change. And what I love about you is you ain't gonna you ain't never gonna change. It's gonna be it's gonna be what it is every time. But you do it with such grace. <laughs> you do it with such grace. I don't know about I grace, it. brother. <laughs> I don't know about grace, man. But you know it is what it is. But you do it with I grace. I can't change who the fuck I am at fifty-seven, bro. But I, you know, I love every bit of it. But listen, man, we're gonna. We're, I got Bartek in the background. He he's trying to jump on here. Jeff King, I need I need your last words, man. Any last words from you before you get out of here? What you got? Stomp the fucking shit out of them fish, bro. That's it. Stomp the fuck out of them. Guys, love you. Be good. Be safe. Yes, sir. Jeff, mother effing king, comes through all the time and holds it down. Jeff, we'll talk to you soon, buddy. Be good, bro. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeff King, always a pleasure. And here comes Bartek. You got to follow that up, man, Bartek. What's happening, bro? My Polish brother. What's up, man? How have you been, Rico? Listen, man, we'll do that right, man. I got my guy Kev next to me. I got my Bartek next to me. What's happening, man? What's it's hard to about? top that performance. <laughs> Listen, there's not a whole lot of people that can, brother. That's Jeff but, uh, but yeah, man, I just have a couple of questions for you guys. I hope uh, you hope all you know. Hope your family's doing well, Rico and uh, Kevin as well, and hope you guys are you know staying healthy. And uh, hope you have a blast at the game. I was just at the Commanders game uh, in DC last it week. Been fun. I uh, I got absolutely. We freaking did that. Uh, you know where you mark like for every beer and drink you had i probably had 15 16 going into the game i probably i don't i didn't remember anything after halftime but you're a mess um, <laughs> yeah i jumped through a table too i have a video of that i could send you that rico yeah but, yeah send me that we're gonna we're gonna put, we'll post it on our socials man you send me that stuff, uh but uh what's it called uh yeah just a couple questions uh for you guys so and for you kevin so um you know you guys scored 70 last week uh how do you feel about do you think, like, the, the Dolphins peak already? You guys are, I mean, obviously the season's long. Like, we beat, you know, we destroyed the Rams week one. That seemed like we couldn't have, have a better start, you know, to the season. Mm-hmm. And then after the Rams and then, the uh, you know, the Titans, it seemed like it was just going downhill. And I feel like I actually liked how we started. I mean, not the loss, obviously, but in terms of, like, the slow start of, like, you know, the, the week two we picked it up against the Raiders. Week three, you know, uh, it was still kind of a little bit down. It wasn't as good of a performance, but I'm like, there's a lot of room to grow. You know what I mean? There is uh, the good thing I kind of like, I'm like, our run game's looking good. We haven't had a run game look this good in forever. And uh, so now our passing game has to catch up to it. And I'm like, I'm confident it will because it's Josh Allen, you know, our team and all that. So I'm just curious what you guys think in that regard. Um, you, you know, did the Dolphins peak? Are you, are you guys going to, do you think they're going to get better on offense or is this it? and you need the defense to catch up? That's one question. Well, it's – we're not going to score 70 again. So that, well, yeah, yeah, of course. I guess that's, I guess that's peak. But I was more impressed. Like, with the, the 70 game, like, that's fine and all. But Denver quit, like, in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Like, so things got out of hand. We were marching up and down at the beginning of the game. We were scoring, you know, so like we, we definitely beat them pretty thoroughly. I was a little bit more impressed for us with the week one because the last time against the Chargers, because the last time we played the Chargers, the Chargers brought out some wrinkles to, you know, stop What's the Dolphins, and it worked really well. So um, I was a little bit more impressed that we managed to come back put up 36 or whatever on them 466 yards passing yeah but um i don't know it's tough to say uh we started 3-0 last year um we're 3-0 again this year uh 
we'll see. This is a this is a big game. I mean, in my mind, this is a bigger game for you guys than for us. Yeah. But it's a big game for Miami. Um, if they can go four and zero, that would be huge. But you know, if they don't, uh, you know, we we've got a chance to rebound. We got the Giants and the yeah. Panthers coming up. Yeah. I no no I hear you. I yeah I think it's just um, it's I think it's do you think it's more of a thing of like can you maintain that level of consistency on offense as opposed to getting better you know I find that this year it's the balance right last year when we took off offensively for a bit it was very heavy passing yeah, um, yeah. this year because we've been able to run the ball as well if we can sustain that it makes us a little harder to defend because if you try and take something away at least we have something else to fall back on so yep. I'd say that I have a better chance of sustaining that this year because because of the balance. Yeah, no, I hear it. I, I appreciate that answer, Kevin. And then just one quick question. Um, I was just, so if the bill, if you guys go out and win, right? If the if the if the Dolphins somehow manage to win, you know, and Buffalo uh, for the first time in what seems like forever, uh, do you guys? think? Sorry, had to take a little joke. Take a shot, man. Take that shot, bro. <laughs> it's true. But, uh, yeah. but anyway, if you okay, if you guys go out and win, how confident do you think that you win? Uh, you win the AFC East. Do you think it's okay? It's done and dusted. You guys will be four and zero. We'll be two and two. We have two divisional losses. Do you think the percentage goes from uh, if we win, then you know it'll be even? But do you think it goes from like fifty percent right now to like ninety? What What are your thoughts on that? Well, you nailed exactly what I was thinking. When I said earlier, like, this is a bigger game for you guys than it is for us. Yeah. Because if you guys lose, then you're 0-2 in the division. You're two and a half games back. Yeah. If you guys win, we're tied. Yeah. And we're tied with divisional record. Yeah. So, I mean, we want to win for mental, like, wow, that didn't come out right. We want to win for our our own, like, as you said, confidence or psyche or whatever, because (laughs) – we haven't beaten the Bills in Buffalo since JHI, right? Yeah. So the JHI game, that was like, the, I think the last time we went into Buffalo and won. So for us, yeah. it'd be a huge mental hurdle. Um, it would be a statement for sure yeah. um, that at least we're on that level or, you know, as of right now, we think we're on that level. Yeah. Um, whereas for you guys, you, you just need it for standings wise because it'd be yeah. tough. You know, it's not insurmountable, but it'd be tough to drop – two and a half games back uh, right away with a zero and two division record. Yeah. No, no, I, I hear you. Yeah. I, um, uh, I, I think honestly, if we, if it's good, I, Ziba was talking about this the other day. I think if we lose this, um, it, it, you can't really look on the schedule. Obviously dolphins, the bills both have very tough schedules. I know the bills have it. The last six, seven games are pretty tough, but there's like no room to make that, those two games up, you know, because it's like I doubt you guys are going to slip up to, you know, uh, to the Patriots and the Jets and likewise, you know, with the Bills. So mm-hmm. it'll probably be hard to make, you know, make up those two games. But anyway, yeah, those are the two questions. I appreciate it. Um, thanks, guys. And um, yeah, I'm excited about this game. I'm actually moving to the East Coast. Uh, literally. I'm driving Wednesday. I'm moving to Pennsylvania. You, you're moving all over the place, man. The last time I know. You- you were like, what, were you like in Colorado or something like that? Yeah, yeah, but I, 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 went, I quit my job in May. I started world traveling. I went back to Poland and stuff. And then I finally, you know, was like, okay, I have to go back to work. So I uh, found a job in Pennsylvania. So I'm moving back. So I'm excited because I'll be closer to um, – I'm actually moving you, 30 minutes off of Philly, west of Philly in Westchester. And I'm actually going to – I'm excited for the fact that I'll be closer to, you know, the Bills uh, – 
I could go to more games and stuff. But uh, dope. listen, in this economy, you quitting your job and do all that stuff. Good for <laughs> you, brother. Good for you, because not a whole lot of people could do that, man. I mean, yeah, yeah. No, obviously, I was blessed, you know. So I, uh, you know, and uh, have the privilege to be able to do that and and, and stay in so my folks' house and save up money. Engineering, yeah. right? You took engineering. Yeah, yeah, but I'm a civil engineer. I'm actually going to be uh, working for a company, and I'm going to be a damn engineer now. So, my guy, good shit, Bartek. I, listen, man, that conversation still it still meant a lot to me when we spoke. So I remember. I know, that. man. Oh no, are you, are you kidding me? That was one no doubt. I remember that, I, that man. Was, I was in New Mexico when when I when I talked with you. Back See, then. this guy's all over the place, man. I love it, man. Listen, <laughs> Bartek, I appreciate you, brother. We'll definitely yeah. keep in touch. Obviously, you've been a big supporter of the BF, and uh, it doesn't go unnoticed, brother. Thank you very much. No, of course, man. Let, yo, let, where do I send you the video, bro? I'm going to send you the... Send it to any of our socials. Send it to okay. any of our socials. We'll put it up there. I got you, bro. All right, man. We'll yo, take, take care. care. Have, have fun at the game, man. Enjoy. Thanks, man. Hope you have man fuck Kevin, man. He doesn't have to have fun at the game. I want to lose. <laughs> take care, everybody. <laughs> have a good one, guys. Thank you. All right, man. So we got one more guest coming on, and uh, he's a wild one. His predictions and his bold predictions. Kevin, how much you got like another 10, five, five, 10 minutes or so? Give or take. I got time, man. There you um, go. Jeff Green. What's whoa. up, Jeff? What's up, my guy? Kevin, <laughs> eh, whatever to, with the Dolphins, whatever. Um, y'all about <laughs> to lose by 30. Don't anyway. be mean to Kevin. Kevin, um, Kevin comes in, he show he shows love. You gotta show love to Kev. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. But what, I'm going, I'm Green, going what you got to, for us, man? Huh? What you got for us, brother? So I, I'm going to the game. So Ooh, big. So I think I think Josh is gonna go for at least 320, two touchdowns, one pick, um 70, 70% completions rating. Tool's gonna go for like I think 226, two touchdowns and a pick, six eight, six eight percent. All right. I got it. You got the, you got the got numbers though, Pat. <laughs> I got a uh, 42-40. Uh, that's high scoring, though. Ooh. Yeah, with a uh, with a Deham, with a Demar Hamlin um, pick no way. The, to, to win it. Pick six to win it. Yo, listen, you always come with some wild shit, but that would be wild. That Listen, if that would have happened, that shit would be wild. The freaking internet would break because Demar Hamlin is apparently going to be activated for this game. So if he contributes in a way where it gets the Bills the win, Kevin will be static. He'll be like, you know what? He deserves this. He deserves this, and he won't be as mad as the Dolphins lose. It'll be nice, man. Jeff so, Green, I so need I, one more thing from you, though. I just, I just so I wanted a, to I ask needed. you this. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, do you like the Lazy Frazier defense last year from, from the last three weeks last season? Or Sean McDermott's version of this defense's last three weeks. I mean, listen, man. Leslie Frazier, I think he gets a bad rap. He's always had this defense top notch, right? But it's just in, in crucial moments, crucial games. I mean, the team's fallen short. So, I mean, if you look at last year, the first three weeks, he was killing it. And McDermott right now is doing very well. And we're about to find out how well he's going to do because we're going up against a high powered offense. I mean, because of the 70 point game, these boys are averaging 43 points a game. So we're, we're it's a little inflated, but we're about to to see what uh, what McDermott. They didn't do play about. nobody, so I mean, shoot, some people can say we didn't play nobody. We played yeah, Zach Wilson in the Jets. You're talking about a defense that so far has played Zach Wilson, mm. fucking Jimmy G, and who was the last bum? Sam Howell. So I'm not <laughs> saying anyway. I know you guys are good, right? But I've been reading the comments. Dolphins didn't play anyone. 
I don't I don't buy it either. When they talk about our defense is legit. Our defense is good, but we didn't really good. But I mean nobody man. You gotta be have some consistency here. You can't sit there and tell me dolphins haven't played anyone. On, yeah. on that's which is not true because you know Patriots are no matter what happens, right. always gonna have a top 10 D, right? But mm. but by vice versa, our defense is amazing. And it's like, dude, you played the three worst quarterbacks in the NFL. It's so it is what it is. Again, I know you're talented, I know you're good. It just I keep seeing this and it just man is it, it gets me it, it, it irks a little <laughs> bit. Je- Jeff Green, before before you get out of here, man, I just need a, I just I need a big old go Bills before you get out of here. Give me that, boy. Go Bills. Let's go. <laughs> That's what I got Jeff Green. Je- Jeff Green comes in and always gives me these wild, wild stats, and he's like pinpoint to it. I mean, he's never been right. I think there's one that was really close. I was like, no freaking way. He almost nailed that shit. But every other one has been wild, out of control, yeah. <laughs> out of control. But yeah, man, um, this is I mean, this is we're getting to the tail end of the show. So, Kev, you got the score, 34-20, Bills. You have it as a win. You're going to have a good time. I, I appreciate you. Uh, just don't be the fan that gets in fights with people because you you're you not a fighter. Oh, so if, bro, if someone tries to pour beer on you, wear, Kev, I don't even wear jerseys anymore. Let them pour beer. You know, I, Every you time jerseys? I go to Buffalo and I wear my jersey, someone tries to, like, at least three four people try and fight me. And it's like, dude, do you it's know? Lame, we, man. I have I'm paying with the Canadian dollar. Do you know how much oh. these, these US tickets cost? No way I'm getting tossed out in the second quarter. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> dude, these tickets, man, they were expensive this game because I guess yeah, I didn't get them early enough. So you, whatever. I bought the tickets. Holy shit. Like Bro, they were sorry, but like people they don't were understand like, yo, Rick, you're gonna show up to the game? You're gonna go up to the game? Fam, you don't understand. We gotta pay for travel. That yeah. Canadian currency ain't diddly squat when it comes to going to the states like it's gonna cost me at least i'd say a thousand yeah to go to was, the game. my ticket was 478 bucks there you go the ticket is half the money then he's got to pay for food then yeah. you got to pay for travel you're renting yeah. something or you're driving with somebody you're probably gonna buy a t-shirt down there you're gonna want to yo that's a thousand dollars easy yeah, yeah easy oh it's crazy it's crazy people don't realize i'm that. not getting in no fight so i just no, i just we'll thought I've met some really nice guys, people down there. I'm not saying like everyone, but every time, every time you wear like a, a Dolphins jersey, I got dudes running and throwing shoulders or like, it's just not worth it, man. Uh, it's it, like, it. And, and it's not just the Bills. It's like any fan base. Like I'm going to Philly eh, this year to see, uh, I'm going to see Miami play at Philly. I'm sure as hell not even wearing a hint of aqua in Philly. They'll, just, <laughs> they'll stab me and leave me out to die. So I'm just like, so it's it's like every fan base, right? But it's just like, man, it's like, guys, it's just a football game. I got it. But you know what? I got I got somebody that's got some smoke for you, Kev. Uh, Whittle, Whittle, give me, give me a thumbs up when you're ready to go, brother. Oh, man. Okay. That's my guy. Si, I, I recognize. I know this guy from Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> what up, Si? I see him on Twitter all the time. Yeah, you're muted. I think you're muted, bro. Oh, I'm on. Yeah, now you good. Now you good, bro. What's happening? All right. Yeah. Yo, what's, what's up, man? So, man, I, listen. I just got out of Twitter space, bro. We was in that. We was in that thing for a while. Listen, I don't know how. I don't know how many you are. You know, mad people. You just you start a spaces and you got these cats talking for hours, bro. You leave the room, and these brothers are still chatting. Yeah, you got that thing locked down, my guy. I'm telling you. <laughs> nah, like a lot of times it's 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 a lot of times it's actually really good conversation. Facts. Um, 
you know, sometimes we really get some high level conversation about about football, you know, film breakdown, uh, just schemes, offenses, defenses, the way um, the way the game is broken down. It, it's really some high level stuff. We got like quarterbacks. We got guys that coach quarterbacks, guys that play football. Um, the other night on my pod, I had a uh, Dr. Reginald Brown. He used to play for the Oilers. He is a big Dolphins fan. Um, he was on there. He was talking about what it was like to play against the Dolphins growing up in Miami. So, I mean, I met him through the spaces. Like a lot of a lot of the people that that I have on my joint is like through the spaces. To be honest, so um, that's where it's at. That's where that's where you're killing the game, man. Listen, I got to give you credit, man. You're killing the game. Talk to me, man. What's on your mind, baby? Like big game this week. Big game. Yo, this. I think this game comes down to uh, to two things, um, and it's can Sean McDermott can Sean McDermott beat Mike McDaniel in this chess match because that motion to get free releases for Tyreek Hill mm-hmm. and A Chain and the rest of those guys is very very difficult. And when you don't have the speed, the vertical speed, the run with guys like that, the way you the way you even the odds is by being physical, but you can't be physical with them when they're getting these free releases. So he's going to have to figure out a way to, to, um, to defend the spots that Tua likes to go to. So when we played against the commanders last week, um, commander fans was talking real crazy. It was like, Oh, our offense, we got too many weapons. Your defense is cool, but we got a lot of weapons and we can get the ball down the field and we can run it. And I said, man, listen, he's a young quarterback. Back. And McDermott is not going to try to defend your weapons. He's going to try to defend the spots that how we like that how that Sam Howell wants to go to. So what happened? We got pressure with the front four. And every time Sam Howell got flustered and put the ball in the air, there was a Buffalo Bill in that spot waiting for the football. You saw with the Micah High interception. You saw with the Poirier interception. I mean, even the Trey White interception. And by the way, can we talk about the the, the Trey White interception? Oh, that shit you was outside leverage on a corner. I mean, you have outside leverage on a guy running a deep hitch off of basically off of a slight wheel route, and to be able to stop, come back from outside leverage, dive in front of the football. Make the interception and not and not commit any penalty, not make contact with the receiver. Trey White might be back. And if he's back, problems. Yeah, it's problems. It's problems. Now, my man Kevin says it's all good and dandy because he respects Trey White, but he's like, yo, Trey White don't travel. He don't travel. Right. That's not a he stays, knock. Stays it's not a knock. It's a fact. But, right. but I know that I know what Kevin's doing. Kevin's like, I mean, you could respect him, but he don't travel. He he ain't that he ain't that guy. You can't that's fine. You're not gonna put him one on one against either of these guys. He's gonna get nah because we're not defending. We're not defending right. the. Yeah. We're not defending the receivers. We're not defending the. Exactly. We're not defending your weapons. We're defending spots. Exactly. The only so the only like kind of problem maybe we'll see how it plays out. But the only thing that like make when you say that 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 uh, perks my ears up is that the spots with Miami is like like I was saying earlier, it's about 12 to 17 yards deep. And you're going to have to defend those spots. Most often you're going to either have to prop a safety up, which leaves you single high, which is something Miami wants, 
or you're going to have to drop your linebackers back to get to that spot real quick because Waddle and, and he'll get really quick. Now, the only issue with that is this year, Miami so far, again, I know we've played nobody, but uh, I've heard it a lot. But this year, if you drop those linebackers back because of the, the run game that we've, we've tried and we're trying to develop, that's going to be a problem. So we were more one dimensional uh, last year. Um, and McDaniel, he's a rookie, you know, he was abandoning the run too early. I, I like the second game in the snow against you guys, we had so much success against it at the beginning and he just kind of went away for it in, inexplicably. So if he can show the commitment, he can show the, the, the patience to continue to run. And when you have your linebackers drop into the spots, then that's what I want to see. And that's part of the chess match. I think you were talking about to see, you know, if, who's going to be able to adjust in game quicker. No, that's fair. That's, that's fair. And the, the reason why I, I went, I, I, I wanted to highlight Trey white is because if you remember Rico in 2020 and 2021, before Trey white got hurt, he mm -hmm. was playing probably the best. He was like a top five, maybe top three corner in this league. Right. So, so, um, if you go back to that that game in 2021, I believe it was week six against Kansas City, um, where we were able to drop one safety deep and then one safety kind of pressed up towards the line to essentially play in like a roaming rope, mm -hmm. a, a roaming robber position. Yep. And drag route, a key play, drag route, Tyreek Hill. Micah High steps in front of it, interception, um, you know, and, and the rest was history. But the reason why we were able to do that is because Trey White was so good that we could drop him on one side. And he essentially was the other safety. And we could just kind of stick a linebacker over there to kind of roam underneath and let him just deal with the intermediate and deep and, and, and deep areas of the field. If Trey White is back and he can play at that level, we we this defense really might be cooking because Bro, he's back he gonna make a tackle though this year. Holy shit! You said oh, what? Has he gonna make a tackle though this year in the run game? Come on, man. He's been. Yeah. You know what? And, and and people, you Kevin, that's, I'm glad you brought that up. People people want to uh, poo poo the Buffalo Bills run defense. And say, oh well, you know, you gave up so many yards to the Jets. I mean, we gave up, I think we gave up about 160, somewhere around 140, yeah. 160, something like that. Uh, but a hundred over 120 yards came off three plays. Mm -hmm. And two of them was to Brees Hall. One yeah, was a 26-yard day, the other was 83 yards. And they both came from Trey White, missing yeah. tackles at the line of scrimmage. Yeah. He missed some uh even against uh the Raiders, I saw him with a couple. He's right. got he's gotta do a little better. And I agree the play game he made against the commanders was, was, was outstanding, but that's always been his kind of area, right? When we in the red zone, when you don't need the long speed and that's kind of what I, I need to see from with all respect. That's what I need to see from white is that's, that's where I'll see if he's back. Can he, he reminds me of, of Xavier Howard, right? I don't think Xavier Howard is the player he was, but you keep it, you keep it short you keep it like physical where he can use his ball skills, he's still going to make some plays, right? But if you, in what you're discussing, I need to see, can he keep up with the, with the, with the fast guys? 
I, I think he can deal with like the big guys, the Keenan, you know, like the physical guys, like uh, uh, some of the names, like T Higgins, stuff like that. Keenan Allen, Mike, Mike. Yeah, yeah, Mike but can, Thomas, can he yeah. stay with a 4-2 guys? Yep. Maybe he can. I'm just saying that that would be something that, that I'd be looking to test. It's, it is, it's going to be one of those games in this where I think McDermott's going to protect his guys. He's going to put them in position not to be a liability. So if he knows the, the you mean, see the, the limitations of Trey right now, because Trey ain't the same player he was. I mean, obviously he's not the same player. So he's going to put him in position where, like you said, side, put him in spots where this is where this could be. If he's third in and seven, this is what they like to be. I'm going to set you up. So McDermott is going to try to protect his guys, but he's depending. He's very dependent on that front. If that front does what they're supposed to do, mm-hmm. boy, he's going to be a problem. It's going to be a long day for Tua. It's going to be a long day, but Tua I, is where the ball's going damn fast. I think McDermott's going to – I think he's going to concede stuff, and I think, yep. he's going to, I think he's going to concede a lot, and I think he's going to try and play this game between – like in the red zone. I think what yeah. he's going to try and do is limit the explosive plays, let Miami get some runs off, and I think he's going to wait until they get into the red zone, and then it's tough because Miami doesn't have much size. So – if they then they can buckle down and bring the safeties down against the run because they don't have to worry about Hill and Waddle getting behind them. So Miami's got to score and they got to do like they did last year where they got to score from far out, right? They yeah, got to score like Waddle on you know on the thing. They got to score like Hill over White. They got to get those scores because that's what worries me is when they get in the red zone and you guys can drop. To me, it's big that Poyer's out because he's so good against the run. Um, but you guys can load up against the run that's going to be some trouble. I think that's what McDaniel's going to do. Or sorry, uh, McDermott's going to do. I think he's going to, you're going to see some yards from Miami. And I think they're going to just, just try and make him kick field goals because Josh Allen's going to score touchdowns. So if Allen scores touchdowns and they can hold him the field goals, that's, that's, that's how you win. It's going to be, what was the other point you're going to make? Uh, you're going to talk about. Uh... Yeah. I, I Actually, he, Kevin kind of, kind of tipped, tipped, uh, he kind of stole a little thunder from there because I, yeah. I know that, my, I know that he's McDermott is looking at this game not as not just as uh Sunday. He's looking at this as we played in week four and we played him also week 17. So I think that week 17, if we don't win this game, even if actually whether we win or lose this game, I think that week 17 is the game where he's gonna he's gonna dial it up and say, you know what, I'm gonna make I'm going to challenge this uh, this offense to see if they can actually if they can actually beat if they can actually find the right spot to go with the football or multiple in multiple situations when we just take things away but i think like kevin said he's just going to he's going to play kind of play off and 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 drop guys back i think you'll see uh him i think that i don't think he's going to try to protect Trey White as much as he's going to try to protect uh, Taylor Rapp and and Demar Hamlin this game, because if Poirier's in this game, you can play like you expect Poirier to know where to be and to make certain plays. He 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 knows where to step in to to kind of take something away. But Taylor Rapp has never been in this situation, not not with this team. And Demar Hamlin wasn't really good at it last year. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. So I think he's going to try to protect those two guys because if you go back to the Denver game. Um, some of those big plays were based on safeties not playing the right, not being in the right spot. And it's not just because of the play design. 
It's because Tua does a very good job of, of holding safeties with his eyes or moving safeties with his eyes. And if you are inexperienced in this type of defense, you can get fooled. And Tua knows that. He's a very smart player. So um, I do worry about that. But it is the number two defense, uh, according to DVOA, and the number two offense, according to DVOA. But what we're not talking about is what is Miami's defense going to do with this Buffalo Bills offense? The number two rusher in the league in, in the AFC is James Cook. What are they going to do with Stephon Diggs, who routinely, routinely owns both their starting corners? Ramsey's banged oh, up right now. Boy, probably false. We need to – you dig up those numbers. You dig up those numbers again because Stephon Diggs has had like two good games against Miami total. The first one, and you had one more. He is averaging last, not last this year, but last, sorry, not last year, the year before, averaged like 50 yards, 50 yards. No way. Absolutely not. You had the big game. And I, I, I don't mean to be, I, I don't mean to come at you because I, I, no, it's, it's fine. No, it's fine. Saying, it's like, fine. He had the big game when you guys had Noah Igbenogany as a rookie in his first week two as a rookie. Right. Who we didn't realize was trash back then. Just crushed him. But you look that up again because his stats, if he's averaging more than 65 yards, more than 60 yards a game against Miami, I'd be shocked. I want to see it. I'm going to check it out. I'm, I'm, I'm going to check it out. And Gabe Davis, he does. We usually well. do pretty well against. We usually and, do pretty well against Miami yeah. second. And then Ramsey, come on, man. The plays, everyone's talking. Oh, he cooked them, dude. There's like one person on two people on the planet that are making the play that Allen made on that play. He's he's in the pocket. He rolls out at a full sprint. He somehow like John Madden football whips it sixty yards downfield. And 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 Diggs hits it in the thing. No one's expecting that play. Uh, that's not even the play I'm talking about. I'm okay. talking about where they're one on one on the sideline, and uh, Diggs runs basically a deep uh, a deep hitch, comes back, catches the football, and shakes and shakes Ramsey off like like I a wet towel. Oh my! I stepped that. over. Yo, come on! That was disgusting. <laughs> that was that. disgusting. Yep. Diggs is elite. You know what I mean? He's going to get anyone. Like, there's no corner in the league that's going to that's gonna guard him. It's just like you can't put any corner one-on-one with Tyreek Hill. Like, you can't – You there's no corner that's going to stop. It's an offensive game. So, absolutely, that Diggs is going to – he's going to get his because he's an elite player. He's a top five receiver in the NFL. I agree. But you can't tell me that having Jalen Ramsey out there over, like, Eli Apple is not going to be an upgrade. And this year I see Jalen Ramsey. They're probably going to play him a lot more inside, almost mm -hmm. as like a third safety. A lot of those same – he's going to play a role similar to what your uh, Taron Johnson plays. That's what – at least that's what they were cooking up in like pre uh, – in training camp and stuff like that. That seems to be the role, that old uh, star role that like uh, – what's his name for the Steelers there, the old Dolphin safety. Uh, kind of like he played in Alabama. Played it at Alabama. So I get it. Like Ramsey's not the elite shutdown corner he was when he guys broke your hearts in the playoffs with Jacksonville, but he's still the guy that's like he's still a, like a, a top ten corner in the league. And there's no way adding him to an already decent defense, you know. Hopefully by the time they get the scheme down, isn't going to make an impact. Top ten. I, I got listen. I got two top questions 10? before we, we we wrap this up for you. So. This are you concerned? I mean, I don't want to call it concerned, but I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna say concerned because that's the, that's the word I want to use right now. 
that run game, and it's not really the run game, it's the scheme that McDaniels has with these boys, with that with speed coming out of everywhere. And you got motions and, and pre-snap movement. And are you does that does that worry you with our run defense and the way we the way we scheme things? This is gonna sound crazy, but no, like I think we're gonna be better against the run. I, I think we're gonna be I, I think we're actually gonna be a good run defense team. And the reason is because of Terrell Bernard. Like, I know one of the biggest complaints that people had uh, over the years with Tremaine Edmonds was he never he never makes tackles in the hole. He, he's always waiting until the ball carrier gets to him. That's not the case anymore. Uh, so wait. You're right. Bernard does he not does wait. not. He doesn't wait. Like, Bernard and – what, and what I love about what Bernard does is he takes a gap away, which forces the running back – to find someplace else to go. And every time you do that, Matt Milano does it as well. Taron Johnson doesn't mind filling these gaps as well. Every time you do that, that's another second that the defense can crowd and, and crowd tackle. Mm-hmm. And um, I love Von Miller, but and he's and don't get me wrong, he's good, he's really good against the run. I think Floyd and Rousseau are better. Uh, if you look at defensive tackle numbers, the pressure rate right now, uh and pressures. I think uh, I want to say um, Ed Oliver's like number three or or number four somewhere around there. Yeah, twenty twenty three percent. That is crazy. He's, he's always been a penetrating defensive tackle, but he's been especially disruptive against the run his entire career. With him be with him being able to do that, Daquan Jones healthy, yep. Jordan Phillips healthy, and you know Jordan Phillips doesn't like. Jordan Phillips and Shaq Lawson do not like the Miami Dolphins. With all of these guys healthy, I, I don't know, man. I like I I I I'm not saying that they won't be able to run the football because McDaniel is he, he I, like he's up there at, at like top five offensive minds in the game right now, in my opinion. To me, he's he's a genius, and he's going to scheme some things up. But overall, man, I, I just think we're going to do a better job. Because we're an attacking front seven now, not yeah. a react front agree. seven. I agree I like because that. we do so much pulling now, right? We do so much pulling that if you can penetrate the gaps early, then you can shut it down. The only right. thing I'll say is it's great to have this confidence in Bernard, but I I need to see um, he's a shooter, right? Like we were saying, he shoots, Milano shoots. If they can confuse him and he shoots the wrong gap, that's – that's where they 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 have that's to hope my, to make that's their- my problem with bernard bernard shoots but like i mean his instincts is much better than than what we had in tremaine Edmonds. but if he if he misses he misses large that's a large 80 yard run right right and right now we don't have short tackles like like poyer taylor rap is damn good too we got hamlin mm-hmm. into the game so it is we're gonna see how it's gonna work out but these these players don't play like it's not like you're not going against Josh Jacobs that that's a solid back. He'll get you, you know what I mean, 15, 20. Moser will take it to the house. The, the wrong angle, he's out. A-Chain, they're now trusting A-Chain. A-Chain, they trusted. At first, I had I was just talking with a Dolphins fan. He said, like, yo, Dolphins fans were like, yo, we wasted his pick on this guy. They, he ate the guy. And then this game happened. Now he's about to pick up steam. Fam, it's going to be, we've got to be disciplined. And we cannot fall for the whole all of this, and then we gotta freaking identify where Tyreek is, man. Yeah, but if I, we I lose think, where if we lose yeah. the, the 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 Denver Broncos lost sight of him 
too many times for my liking. I was like, what's yeah. going on, fam? That shit is crazy to me. Yeah, right now, I confused what was like, going on. Like, yeah. everybody's running loose. Holy jumping. I was more impressed with the, how they altered their run scheme against the Patriots. Because the Patriots are a good team. Like, oh, defense. Sorry. Patriots are nice. They're, they're a solid team. defense. They're a good defense. It, their numbers are going to look worse because their offense is so bad that their defense is always on the field. But they're a good defense. And Miami ran the ball on them really well. And they, uh, like I said, they adjusted to a lot of inside zone. So now they've they've kind of shown some outside, some inside. They'll do some power. McDaniel's got a lot of stuff. But I, like I said, I, they pull a lot. And if, he, if Oliver can get in there with his quickness, it's a lot of like negative runs. But if they miss or they miss the diagnose, then it's big runs. It's uh, yeah. it's Miami's Kevin, card. The Dolphins can't run on the soccer dad side of the field. I call Christian Benford the soccer dad because last year in the first half of my that Miami game, he had Jalen Waddle in the in the car seat. It was double buckled. Yeah, the man couldn't really do too much. So that's our soccer. That's the soccer dad. He got beat. He got beat one time. He got beat one time by uh Curtis Samuel. That was pretty pretty bad, but. Um, he did a good job. He, he's been he's been very good in coverage. So yeah, we we got the soccer dad out there. So don't <laughs> run to his side. I don't know if you were watching earlier. I was saying one of my key matchups is going to be Ingold versus uh, Taron Johnson because that was a, a matchup we exploited in the December game really like really well until we went away from it. And I'm curious because, um, like I said, you guys live in the nickel, right? So. If they're going to, can McDaniel show the patience? And I'd run right at Taron Johnson, and I'm I'm taking Ingold over him eight times out of ten. But and I love Taron Johnson; he's best corner in the league I've ever I've seen in the last like ten years at sniffing out screens. Uh, he's a dog; he's tough. But dude's 190 pounds, and Ingold's a good blocker. So yeah. that's that's the matchup I would isolate. If you're going to put the sombrero on him, I put it on Taron, and I and and I'd isolate him you know, with, with Ingold and see what, see what you can do. And Probably. this is where McDermott, this is where McDermott can earn his money. This is where McDermott really makes some things happen. If he can, if, if you get into situations where they try to isolate Tara Johnson and um, the Jets did this last year when they beat us, where they use motion to get one of the backers out of the, uh, out of the box and just go one backer versus one backer and one and, and, and Tara Johnson. And they ran that, and they ran that uh, the weak side backer mm -hmm. consistently. Whatever side Jaquan Johnson was on, that was where they ran. Um, if they're gonna do that and try to use motion and try to try to isolate Taron Johnson, drop Taron back or drop the cornerback, um, and and bring the safety up. You yeah. know, I would bring up I would bring up Taylor Rapp. Like, all right, good luck now. You know, and if you try to throw it over top, I feel conf confident. With the three corners, okay, uh, yeah. Either I, one of them. I don't know. I don't know if Rap can handle Ingold. I know Poyer could, but oh, no. I, I don't know. Rap's a big boy. Rap's a big boy. Yeah, six one, six one, like two oh eight. He's solid. Yeah, Rap's a big boy. A beef behind him. But I watch him. Yeah. He's tall and he doesn't get low, and that's that's my thing. I've seen him with the Rams. Like he's a big guy and he's good for like you know in coverage because it's tough to get over him. But I watch him in run defense. We'll see. But he's he's tall. He doesn't bend well, and the blockers get underneath him. So I, I'm curious. I'm curious. Well, well I'm Poyer, gonna, I'm gonna, oof, I love Poyer. I'm gonna yeah, say this, uh, Widow. Uh, Kev has the Dolphins losing this one to the Bills, 35 or well, 34 20. 
He's got it at 34-20. What I don't know if you've you've jumped in on this yet. Do you have a score prediction yet? Are you still waiting? You still you still not sure? I, yet? No, I do actually. Um yeah. I got it 31-23. Uh Bills, I think I think the Dolphins get a field goal with a with a couple minutes left in the game and somehow get the ball back and the defense stands up. I like that's it. how we get I this done. I still haven't I still haven't put a score prediction yet. I I have the Bills winning this one. I have a splitting it, but I have us winning the first one. And um, and I mean, l- listen, the, the last one is kind of a crapshoot because I mean, at the at, at the end of the season, yeah, it it to where yeah. we stand and so on and so forth. So I think both teams are going heavy for this one. This was a big one. So I'm going to wait till I mean, I got to wait till, you know, I mean, Sunday preview show, all that good stuff. But listen, man, Cy, I always appreciate you coming through. Always showing love. We got to do this more often, obviously. I mean, because you holding it down. I, I got to pull you away from the spaces. To try to bring you on to these things because that boy holding it down. Kev, you're always a gem. You know that. And uh, we'll definitely uh, – I hope you have fun in Buffalo because he's going – Yo, what? So, are you going to the game? I, I can't, man. I'm not I'm not going to this one, bro. I'm I'm going up for the Giants game, but not, Ooh, not this one. Yeah, you got to go to the Jazz one. That's going to be yeah. nice. That's going to be nice. Well, yeah, I appreciate sure. you. You're always, you're always uh, welcome to the show at any time, man. We're going we're gonna to chop it up. Obviously, we see, we, we see each other online all the time, so we'll chop it up. Yes, sir. I appreciate oh, listen, it. Drop, right, drop all your stuff Take that you do right now. You got your own stuff now, man. Oh, yeah. My, okay. Uh, Steve, yeah, all right. I got a pie. It's called Coast to Coast. I, I do it with another Bills fan I met on Twitter. Uh, my buddy, uh, Beyond716. It's uh, every Wednesday at 9 p.m. from 9 to 10. We may go a little over sometimes, but uh, the goal of that pod is to bring uh, – to shine light on our opponents. So we bring fans from – we bring fans or media personalities from the other side, they come in, they talk, they talk about their team, they talk about their players, and we're just trying to make sure that we give a well-rounded view of every single game that the Buffalo Bills play. And uh, on Saturdays, uh, I just I, I got involved with uh, a DC media group. I do a uh, AFC East, uh, I mean AFC show with right. uh, with uh, Megan Hall. Uh, Megan Hall, she's a uh, she works for USA. She works for uh, USA Today. She um, does, has her own media company called Hall About Sports. Uh, yeah, check us out. Like, if you if you follow me on Twitter, Whittle2K, uh, jump on there. I got the links to all of my stuff. So, yeah, man, like, mess with your boy, man. I appreciate it. Look, boys move, man. You, you put in work in, man. I like that. I appreciate that, man. You got, I mean, listen, it's about time. It's about time, man. Now you now you getting in there. Now you getting yeah, in man. there. Okay. Yeah, man. Yo, I, listen, y'all paved the way, man. Y'all, y'all crawl, y'all walk so 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 guys like me can run. Man. <laughs> Listen, man, and we and we still thriving, man. We still striving, trying to trying yeah, to pick up the you know the community and all that stuff, man. So listen, man, it's just a matter of time until we take over, baby. That's you know what it is. It ain't gonna take time. It's gonna take time. And you know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm rooting for y'all, man. You know that. I uh, know that. You know, man. Always, support, man. always always support, man. So listen, folks, follow my man Whittle Two K on Twitter. I'm telling you, you will not be disappointed when you hit the spaces because you'll be in there for like hours and you're like yo fam like i've been on this for three hours what, the, what am i doing with my life you know what i'm saying but that's how these, these guys have it going down man so i appreciate you widow and uh we'll definitely do this again brother yes sir all right yes, sir. peace let's go take care kevin listen hey, it's been great i took your whole evening i apologize for that and uh, i'm a horrible father right now because right now i can hear my kid for her birthday out. what's that buddy is she up with her for her birthday oh yeah no she went she went to the cottage with her with her girlfriend so now she let me with the kids and this one, I can hear him upstairs right now. It's 11.22, and my kids have it running all over the place. I'm about to lose it on them. 
dad style. But anyway, it is what it is. But I appreciate y'all, man. I really appreciate everybody tuned in. And uh, my man said, yo, Whittle need that BF logo on his chest. Yo, we're going to work on that. We're going to work on that. And uh, Kevin, enjoy the freaking game, man. It's going to be amazing. And it's not cold. So you're going at, the, you're going at a really good time uh, to go to a Bills yeah. game. But listen, man, whenever, when you get back, you better put as many hours in on overtime so we can make recoup that money back because them tickets are pricey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. That, listen, folks, that is it for us. Uh, we're going to sign out of here. Smash that like before you get out of here. I really, I mean, I'm, I'm pulling a Z-Bot right now. I'm going for like two hours plus. You know what I'm saying? I normally try to keep it at a buck, a buck and a half, and that's about it, bro. Now we have two hours plus, so we appreciate you. And uh, we are going to sign out, and I got to go and uh, turn my dad hat on. So, Kev, let the people know where they can find you and uh, what podcast you're going to be doing and all the good stuff. What you got, buddy? Yeah, I got nothing, man. <laughs> I, yeah, I just jump on with you guys. But, yeah, no, uh, yeah, that's my Twitter handle there on the screen. If you want, uh, go ahead and add me. I try and stay calm, you know, Always. but, uh, but yeah. And, but the other thing too, is if you guys are out, uh, at the game, if I, you see me walking around, you know, say hi, because I'm going to be stuck with the thigh doctor and, uh, who knows what kind of weird stuff he's going to get me into. You know, you're going to do the thigh dance, right? He's, he, oh, he's hoping, man. You're going to do it. You're going to get peer pressured and you're going to say when in Rome, cause I'm hardly in Buffalo. I might as well. And do your thing. Uh, one last thing, Kev. When you're watching games, are mm-hmm. you a sit down guy, or do you stand up and watch games? I mean, at at, at yeah, home, yeah, at, at home, at home. Yeah. Um, I usually I'm a sit. I have a specific spot on the bed that I sit at. No one's allowed in the room. And if it gets really tense, then I might sit on the edge of the bed. But I haven't like um, haven't really. I'm not really a stand or a pacer. I'm just kind of like uh, waiting. Kill all the bed just, well, I'm, a, just I'm a Dolphins man, right? Fan, right? So I'm I'm just waiting for the inevitable heartbreak. So <laughs> yeah, I know it's coming. <laughs> so, yeah. So well, uh, we, we are in uh, the. It's good times for both our franchises because uh, I mean, obviously, we've been stepbrother to the Patriots for so damn long. So we're finally yeah. out of that shadow. And we're we're coming into our own, so mm-hmm. it's it's just nice to be able to, um, to really jump in and 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 have and root for a team that's winning. That's the dope part. So we just hope that we we make it four time champs in the AFC East. But fuck, you guys are making it hard as hell. So that being said, we're gonna sign off. I have my uh, come over here. Yeah, I see. Oh, you, oh, you pooped. Okay, you just, he pooped, right? Okay, I gotta go change the diaper. So right. you guys. I'll catch you guys later. I appreciate you guys. And uh, Kev will definitely keep uh, keep in touch. And uh, listen, send some photos, send some video. And we might even try to catch you on the pregame if we can try to bring you on the show and uh, and go from there. So uh, make sure your Wi-Fi is strong. Sounds get good. Your, get, your Rome, get your Rome like your home, by the way. Yeah. Oh, I do. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, folks. Well, listen, it's uh, it's been a blast. And uh, we will definitely catch you guys on the flip side. And uh, until next time, go Bills. <laughs> nah. All right, fellas, we'll catch you. <laughs>